beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Luton Council face a bill of thousands after a security company pulls out of Carnival. Milton Keynes' woman says she's been giving a dangerous house to live in by the council and people asked for their views on Thameslink trains. BBC Three Counties Radio. Luton Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's Carnival after the company providing security pulled out just days before last weekend's event. It's not been confirmed why the company withdrew, but a number of groups have complained about the organisation of the event. More from Carol Abercrombie. Among those complaining is Elroy Edwards from the Luton Sound Forum, who says the decision to cut the number of sound systems at the event was disrespectful to their tradition. Another group said they weren't allowed to go on stage to be judged, as they were delayed due to a technical fault. Luton Borough Council had to employ Capita at short notice, but say they're confident they will be reimbursed by the UK Centre for Carnival Arts. The US authorities say the arrests of high-ranking FIFA officials in Switzerland yesterday was the beginning, not the end, of their attempts to uncover corruption at football's world-governing body. A separate Swiss investigation focused on the 2018 and 2022 World Cups is also underway. A FIFA Congress in which the organisation's president is to be elected starts today. People are to be asked, should the United Kingdom remain a member of the European Union? When the referendum on EU membership is held, it means pro-Europeans will be the yes campaign, which some experts consider to be an advantage. A review has uncovered nearly 2,000 cases of alleged physical and sexual abuse by Methodist church ministers, employees, members and volunteers. The accusations cover a period stretching back to the 1950s. The church, which commissioned the review, has offered an unreserved apology to the victims and acknowledged that it didn't listen to them in the past. The allegations have triggered six new police investigations. A mother of three claims she is being forced to live in a house that is dangerous and unsuitable for her children by Milton Keynes Council. Rhiannon has spent eight weeks living in hotels and temporary accommodation after her landlord sold her private rental property. Her new home has no fridge, cooker, washing machine or living room carpet and has broken glass in the garden. Although her benefits cover the cost of the property, she says it's inhabitable. I felt a bit grimy walking into it. It was dark and dull and a bit dirty and just generally not somewhere I'd I'd want to raise my children. And they won't help me find other accommodation till the house is uh, ready for us to move in and I can't move in till there's a cooker and a fridge to feed my children. They said if I didn't take the property, they'd close my case and turn their back on me, really. There's glass in the gardens, trip hazards everywhere. It's a hazardous house. People using Thameslink rail services through Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire are being asked for their views on the company's performance. It follows concerns raised by St Albans Council over the level of service since Govia took over the franchise in September last year. Councillors will question senior management from the company at their next scrutiny meeting and want feedback from the public. The weather forecast, it will be a bright but breezy day today with some sunny spells and highs of 16 Celsius. That's 61 in Fahrenheit. Get the latest news online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Barry. Morning, guys.
Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. We're going to, in the next next five minutes, we're going to have pictures of that house that the lady is, um, is, is, says is unsafe and there are trip hazards, and um, we're going to put them on the Facebook page. Uh, they'll be there by ten past. Okay, I, I, I'll let you know. I'll make an appropriate noise. Um, I'd love to get your thoughts on whether you think she's right to say up yours, Delors, to the council. Also, this Luton Carnival. What on earth? Uh, we had a little bit of beef earlier in the week. I was like Kofi Annan there, wasn't it? Sorting it out. Well, there's more beef. If you were involved in Luton Carnival, maybe you were one of the acts or one of the dancers or you were just a punter, what do you reckon to the way it was organised? We had that, um, was it DJ, who was it the DJ we had? DJ who? DJ Al. DJ Al was saying it was a little bit of a shambles. Well, we'll be talking to someone else who think the same. 08459 455555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Have some of this. You've been so good, you can have another one. 
I'm feeling a musical vibe this morning, guys. At least I think that's what I'm feeling. something on the computer. I've got no idea. Can I just play? I'm going to um, let's put this on a hotkey. It's in a BBC computer, so it's got to be safe. Oh, hang it? on a minute. We've been caught by this before. Hasn't it? Let's see what this is. Oh, it's nothing. Oh. It's labelled smack your bum. What? It's labelled smack your bum, but it um, it won't. It doesn't play. Let's try. Uh, no, OK. Well, then they've obviously been deleted for... For some reason. For legal reasons. For, for legal reasons. The same legal reasons that we can't say fart on the radio. Oh. Uh, um, on Tuesday's show, we spoke to a group who are unhappy with their Luton Carnival experience. Hype masquerades! Said that uh, the event was badly, organi- badly organised and they were told their costumes were, excuse me, quote, crap, unquote. The organisers denied this, of course. It was a little bit... It was like having two kids... In the headmaster's office, wasn't it, on Tuesday? Um, she said this. No, I never said that. She said that. Someone actually swore on their mother's life. Their child's life. They took it to the next level. 
Well, we've now found out that Luton Borough Council had to step in and bail the organisers out when the company in charge of health and safety pulled out at the last minute. Catherine, um, who were meant to be responsible for Luton Carnival? Well, there's a group. this is a group called the UK Centre for Carnival right. Arts, and as the name suggests, it's a national arts charity whose mission is to provide, and I quote, a creative space designed specifically to unite, engage and support carnival arts. That's from their website. Now, no names, no pack drill. I, I've mentioned the name of this company, to, or this group, to various people, and they've all gone, those chances. It's been said, I, it's been said around Luton. You, you mentioned, oh, those chances, they're a nightmare to deal with. I, now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But or whether that's just what happens when you're in an artistic field, yep. people have different visions. Maybe, maybe. So over the last four years, responsibility for the Luton Council has been gradually switching from Luton Borough Council to them. So two years ago, they took over responsibility for organising the event, and then last year, they were given full financial responsibility. Now, for this year's event, the UK Council of Carnival Arts employed a company called AD Health and Safety, and these guys have got form. They've done London Pride um, uh, Health and Safety, and they also oversaw the Royal Wedding. Uh, but they withdrew their services shortly before Carnival was due to take place. Why? Yeah, what we, happened? We asked them. They couldn't tell us. They say they've signed a non-disclosure agreement. Okay. Um, and also the UK Council for Carnival Arts, Centre for Carnival Arts, rather, are not prepared to discuss it either. Are the, are the UK Centre for Carnival Arts, they're coming on later, aren't they? Uh, yes. A representative from them is coming on. OK, yes. so we'll ask him. Maybe he can... He'll, well, he'll... maybe they will. Yeah. Well, but th what happened was that they meant... Whatever happened that meant that they pulled out, obviously you can't do an event like this without having someone overseeing the health and safety. It's just not allowed. Yeah. So another company had to be found really quickly, at which point Luton Borough Council stepped in. Now, remember, they were supposed to have handed this over to them two years ago. Yeah. Luton Borough Council again stepped in, and they've paid to have this other company called Capita come in. OK. How much? How much does it cost? Well, late yesterday afternoon, uh, and we have been asking them for two days, remember, uh, Luton Borough Council told us the bill could be £9,000, which is based on what they call the worst-case scenario. <laughs> Initially, they told us they couldn't give us a figure because they were waiting to be invoiced by Capita. You would think they would have an idea of how much they'd be paying before they engage someone. Yep. Interestingly, the spokesperson added that the UK Centre for Carnival Arts had set aside £5,000 for security, but uh, UKCCA haven't confirmed that figure to us. In a statement, the council added that they are confident that they will be reimbursed by UK Centre for Carnival Arts. OK, well, Centre we can ask when Arts. they're going to reimburse them. Uh, what have the UK Centre for Carnival Arts had to say about well, this? They told us that AD Health and Safety pulling out came as a bit of a surprise to them. They said it was only right that Luton Borough Council got involved as they are a key partner and they valued their expertise. OK, so we heard from uh, uh, Hype Masquerades. Masqueraders, I think they were called. Thank they? you. Uh, I'm just reading what's written in the script, mate. Yeah, I know. Uh, we also... Why would anyone get the name of the company right in the script? I don't know. Uh, we also spoke to DJ Al, who said it was a little bit of a shambles. Who's this Elroy Edwards uh, gentleman? Uh, he wants to take back the Luton Carnival from the UK Centre for Carnival Arts. He branded the chairman on board, uh, who is called uh, Hopeton Walker. He called him Hopeless. We're going to be speaking to Hopeton Walker Well, that's Walker clever. On. Hopeton Walker, Hopeless Walker, that's clever. Uh, he'll be on later to respond okay. to those uh, allegations. Excellent stuff indeed. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Putters Bart, Barnet Road has been closed between Hill Rise and Dancers Hill Road because of a building fire. In High Wycombe on the A40 Eastern Street, there's resurfacing work going on there at the High Streets. So that could cause some delays this morning. And in Amersham on Weldon Lane, that's got electricity works going on at the junction of New Road, so that could also cause some problems. No reports of any delays on the motorways or on the train departure boards so far. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey up, Sammy! 6.15... Where are we now? Thir hey, it's Thursday, the 28th of May. It's nearly June.
I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Luton Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival after the company providing security pulled out. And FIFA's Leadership Congress opens in Switzerland this morning, a day after 14 people were charged in the US in connection with alleged corruption at football's well-governing body. Here we go. Radio. Welcome to being down the rabbit hole. The exclusive first hour of the show where, do you know what, we're just a little bit naughtier and uh, we do things that we don't talk about after seven because if those slackers can't be bothered to listen, then shame on them. Great to have you back, Kelly. Thank you. Catherine. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Go you know, on, we spoke to um, hype masqueraders the other day. We did. They were they admitted that they had, that they'd had problems, that their speakers hadn't been attached properly and that the people that had paid £50 and upwards to be on their float, all 30 of them, they'd get £20 back. In fact, uh, some of them already had, she said. She couldn't tell us how many, but yep. she assured us that some of them already had. Yep. We had a phone call after that broadcast from the guy who owns hype masqueraders. Oh, yeah. Was he the other fella that was, that was waiting to... I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but he said that because the speakers was something unforeseen and it was um, it was something go. to do with a technical fault. Here we go. There might not be a refund. Oh, but she said. But they'd already given some out. Oh, let's get her back on air. Okay. Let's get her back on and say. Right, let's, get, went on. let's get her back on and uh, let's play the clip. Uh, if we could find the clip from Tuesday's show, it would have been about eight. 20, uh, where she said categorically that the people would get the refunds. Because I, I I asked her about the refunds and she spontaneously volunteered that some had had them yeah. and that the others would all be getting £20. So yeah. um, that seems like, uh, well, I don't want to do a chinny wreck on again, but that sounds like bullshine, doesn't it? What There's the hell is there, going on? There? This whole Luton Carnival thing is descending into farce with the people that are running it being accused of being numpties and the people that are involved with it appearing to be numpties. Let's get her back on and we'll, 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 let's get the audio. And, uh. It's a bit confusing, isn't it? There must be a mistake because she said that people had been offered refunds and they would continue offering people refunds. And also, you're paying for a service. If I'm paying uh, £50 plus, you pay more to stand at the front um, and you pay more if you hire the bits of their costume. Um, if you're paying for that, you're paying for a service that will be a fully functioning float. And if that float isn't fully functioning, technical reasons or whatever, then that company have muffed up. Yeah. I mean, it's not the participants' problem, is it? No! Right, let's get this woman, let's get that woman back on later on. Let's get the clip of her saying that. Blimey, O'Reilly.
<laughs> oh! I said a very angry sentence. I'm, do you know what? I'm really annoyed with chances and jokers. I need a bit daily before half past. Yeah, we need some straightness. I need some straight. I need fact, not fiction. I'm, I'm annoyed with chances. I'm annoyed with that woman from. But what well, they hang called? on a minute. Hang on a minute. She might not be a chancer. There might be crosswires. There might be a misunderstanding. All right. Yeah. BBC line. Shout. But we're okay. So she comes on the show on Tuesday and says, "Don't worry, guys. We're going to refund everybody. We've started refunding everybody twenty pounds that was on the float." And then straight after that call, that show, and uh, thanks, guys, for flagging it up immediately. Benick. Um, the, someone from, else from the company said, whoa, we, now we won't be giving a refund. We'll speak to them later. In a second, you're going to hear a report from our colleague Simon. I don't know his last name. Watts. Uh, I don't know. No, his name is Watts. I don't know. You tell me. Watts. I don't know. Watts. I don't know what's his name. Watts. This is for, for this to work. You've got to say what's his name. What's his name? I don't know. What's his name? Simon. No. What's his name? Simon. I don't know his last name. But no. What is his name? I don't know what his is his name is. Justin, can you help me out here? Oh, boss, it's getting tense already. What's his name? I don't yes, know. What's his Simon. name? Simon. What is his name? I don't know what is his name. <laughs> yes. His name's Simon Yes. All right, so in a bit you're going to be hearing a report from our, my colleague, Simon Yes. It's a okay. great name, to be fair. I'm really... I, do you know what, Justin? I've got a right... I, I, chances everywhere. Yeah. Particularly those two through that glass. <laughs> can I ask you a question? Can you take this to the streets for me? Of course me? I can, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, the whole news. Ooh, FIFA. Ooh, FIFA. Ooh, FIFA. Ooh, FIFA. Ooh, FIFA. FIFA. Ooh, FIFA. Ooh, FIFA. FIFA. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, so what? Who cares? Who cares mm-hmm. about FIFA? Yeah, they're all as bent as a nine bob note. We know that. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, and. But it was the whole news. This is a terrible day for football. Or is the American. Because <laughs> the Americans have, have done this. Well done, America. The Americans are the only one that had the gojones to stand up to these corrupt charlatans. And there's this American going, well, the beautiful game has been brought into disrepute here. Uh, who cares about. FIFA. Well, they don't even call it football. They call it soccer he over did, in America. He called it soccer to start with, and yeah. then he corrected himself. Yeah. Guys, can I just tell you, soccer was the original name for it. So oh, you know. We started that. Pedant, pedant. It's football. We gave football to the world. We invented the yeah. game. And we, we called it soccer. And they sold it back to us. Yeah. Uh, so, FIFA, are people bothered Does anyone bother about Because it was such big news yesterday, and I'm thinking, mm. so what? Yeah, oh, what, what a surprise. They might have taken a bung to hold uh, the World Cup in Qatar. Who does... Th- 
Oh, Russia might have bribed them. Who'd have thought it? Well, I thought we all knew this. Well, I think people are bothered. I think I think true football fans are bothered because they have been waiting for this day. Things have been going on, as you say, well, may have been going on for years, and now the day has come where it's out there. So true football fans, right. I think, yes, they are bothered. You know who I want you to ask, though, don't you? Uh, yes. All right, Justin. <laughs> Speak to you before seven. Mate. Take care. Cheers. Ta-ta. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, now... Mother of three is complaining about the home she's been allocated by Milton Keynes Council, saying it's dangerous and unsuitable for children. Dangerous and unsuitable for children. Thank you, Kelly, for getting those pictures up. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. You can see the uh, uh, dangerous and unsuitable home. Love your thoughts on it, please. We're going to be speaking to uh, Rhiannon's dad later on in the show. It'd be great to put your comments of support or otherwise to him. Uh, Rhiannon was homeless for eight weeks after a previous rental property was sold. She's unhappy that her new place has uh, no living room carpet, cooker, fridge or washing machine, but the council say it's the best they can do. Well, our reporter, Simon Yes, has been to take a look. I was evicted from my previous property due to the landlord wanting the house back and just chucking us out on the streets. Um, I had approached the council after bringing several properties to try and private rent myself, but no one would take housing benefits. So we had no choice but to approach the council, who then put me in B&Bs for several weeks with no fridge, no other accessories. So we had to live off takeaways, which become really expensive, so we weren't eating properly. I was then put in Aylesbury into a sort of a lodge, uh, that's all I can call it, with a one-bedroom flat that had four beds in it and we were just left to fend for ourselves really till our house became available. So when you discovered that a property in Milton Keynes had been found for you that yourself and your your three children could move into, you must have been hugely relieved. But how did you feel when you first walked into the house that was sat outside today? Disappointed, upset. I felt bit grimy walking into it it was it was dark and dull and a bit dirty and just generally not somewhere I'd, I'd want to raise my children obviously the general state is a concern as well but there are other issues for you as well no washing machine no cooker no fridge no. Uh, and no carpet in the, in the living room as well so do you feel that that you've been sold short a little here yes definitely yeah because there's no way I can move into this property today and they won't help me find other accommodation till the house is proper uh, ready for us to move in and I can't move in till there's a cooker and a fridge to feed my children. They said if I didn't take the property they'd close my case and turn their back on me really. Do you feel it's a suitable family home? Definitely not, no. There's glass in the gardens, there's trip hazards everywhere. It's a hazardous house. And as we sit here at the moment, you're preparing, you have to move in today. There are workmen doing repairs around the house, doing odd jobs, but can you afford to kind of make it somewhere where you can can move in and get everything that you need at the moment? Not right now, no. No, it's just not doable at all. There's so much that needs to be done and they're expecting me to do it, and I I'm a single mum of three on benefits, I, and I can't do that. This house is is going to be paid for by benefits, isn't it? Are you still sort of relieved that you've got a roof over your head? I'm relieved I've got a roof, but it's, it, as I said, it's not a family home at the moment. It needs a lot of work doing it to get it to that standard of, of safety for my children, and that's what it's what concerns me is the safety of my children. I want them to know that they can run and play and be happy and feel safe, and I don't feel safe here, so I don't think they would. What's uh, communications been like with the local council here? Terrible. I had the lady that was here today to sign me up for the house was just, she called me the lowest of the low, this is what I deserve, pretty much. That's how she made me feel. She didn't have any personal 
manners at all. She just put it as blunt, like lowest of the low, and this is what I deserve, really. And if I don't take it, that's it. You're done. And so what is your plan from here? You're going to be moving into this house by the time this goes out on the radio. You'll be, be moved in here. You'll have had your first night here. Um, what, what do you plan to do? To What can you do to try and make it more homely? Just money that I haven't got, really, and just try and make it what it is. Have a look at the pictures. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. I can see that loads of you have, have, have jumped there while uh, um, that package was playing. Let me just uh, pick two at random. Uh, Sally Ann says, looks quite nice, airy, clean, no damp. What does she expect? And Richard says, have you uploaded the wrong photos? I'm struggling to see danger. I would have thought as well. It's, uh, I, I mean, it's 30 years since I've lived in a council house. Uh, but the council would have eventually supplied the white goods, wouldn't they? I don't know, because it's not a council house. It's a private landlord that the council's done a deal with. OK. So I don't know whether that I makes it different. I would still have thought the council would have ensured that... The, anyway, we, we, we can argue the ins and outs of that. Go and have a look at the pictures uh, and let us know your thoughts. We're going to speak to Rhiannon's dad a bit later on, so um, we, we'll put any messages of support or otherwise to him. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Potters Bar, Barnet Lane is closed between Hill Rise and Dancers Hill in both directions because of a building fire. And in Bishop Stortford, as where roadworks on the A120 Bishop Stortford bypass, they're between the M11 Junction 8 at the Birchanger Services and Stansted Road. They could cause some delays. Looking at the speed sensors and in Luton, Bearsfoot Lane's looking slow northbound approaching the A6. And there's no reports of any delays showing up at the moment on the departure boards. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past six with the headlines. I'm Barry Caffrey. Luton Borough Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival. It's after the original company, due to provide security, pulled out. David Cameron will visit France and the Netherlands today at the start of a tour of European capitals. He's trying to win support for EU reforms ahead of an in-out referendum on UK membership. A mother of three who was homeless for eight weeks claims she's being forced to live in a house that is dangerous and unsuitable for her children by Milton Keynes Council. Her new home has no fridge, cooker, washing machine or living room carpet and has broken glass in the garden. We are awaiting a response from Milton Keynes Council. People using Thameslink rail services through Bedfordshire and Hertfordshire are being asked for their views on the company's performance. It follows concerns raised by St Albans Council over the level of service since Govia took over the franchise in September last year. The weather forecast, it will be a bright but breezy day with some sunny spells. Highs of 16 Celsius, that's 61 in Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. European football leaders will meet later in a bid to postpone FIFA's planned presidential election tomorrow in light of investigations into alleged corruption by some of its most powerful figures. UEFA has threatened to boycott the General Assembly that starts tomorrow if the election isn't delayed. With more, here's our sports news correspondent Richard Conway. The stakes, they were high before, they're even higher now. UEFA and, and those supporters who want to see Blatter gone, they see a chance perhaps to oust him. How they do that, the tactics they play will be crucial. In calling for this postponement, they clearly think that perhaps playing a longer game is going to be to their advantage. But how will that postponement, that request go down? It's likely to be rejected. 
Kyle Edmonds pulled out of the French Open with a stomach injury. He was due to play Australian Nick Kyrgios in round two this morning. Later, Andy Murray faces Rao Sousa, while in the women's draw, Heather Watson is up against American Sloane Stephens. In rugby, Northampton's Dylan Hartley will miss the first game of the Rugby World Cup. He's been banned for four weeks for a headbutt in their losing Premiership semi-final against Saracens. And Rory McIlroy says he'll donate his prize money from the Irish Open to his charitable foundation, which is the official host of this week's event. McIlroy tees off at 8 o'clock this morning. BBC Three Counties Radio News and Sport. I'm back with a full bulletin at 7. Done it all. You've broken every code. Paul the rebel to the floor. You spoke the game, no matter what you say. But only metal, what a Nothing left All gone and run away Maybe you'll tarry For a while It's just a test A game for us to play Win or lose It's hard to smile Resist, resist
I'm going to say it. That is a perfect song. Yes, it's very good. No, <laughs> that's not what I said. That is a perfect song. But... Perfect. Bit long. Name other songs that have got silences in. Oh, there's a good game for you. Oh, the... I know. Yeah, go on. Um, the monkey song. What monkey Theme. song? Brum. Here That's not a silence. It's a pause. No, mate, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. yeah. Well, it's not, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not. Let me get it up um, because the, the, the echo on the, the, the... There is no silence in that. Hang on a second. Where have I put you? There we go. Right, so there's no silence. Silence. No, that's not silence. Kelly, that's not silence. No. The reverb fills the gap. Here we go. Here we come. There's no silence. Right. Out. Kelly, songs with silence is in. Silent Night. Oh, for oh. crying out loud. Not the word silent. Mm. How do you spell square? S-Q-U-A-R. E. What she you has to do the, she has to do you, the slow one, the slow run-up. What you won't have heard, dear listener, and, and Catherine, you may not have seen that, but the, the tear that rolls <laughs> down her cheek just then as she was bullied into, yet again, spelling the word square. Because, <laughs> uh, well, she... Let's be honest, she uh, she muffed it up massively yesterday. Kelly, le- all right, Kelly, spell square! Kelly, spell square! Square! S-C-U... What? Oh, my God! There we go, Leslie. <laughs> Thank you. David's in Milton Keynes. David, spell square! S-Q-U-A-R-E. Ladies Excellent. and gentlemen, David. Test. David, do you know any songs that have silences in them? Silent Night. Oh, not you as well. <laughs> you and Kelly, if you love each other so much, go and get married. And okay. finally, do you, do you give a stuff about FIFA? No. I couldn't believe... It's on the front pages of something. It was all over the news yesterday, and I'm just thinking... First of all, I got a bit excited, and then I thought... I'm being made to feel excited. I couldn't give a stuff about FIFA. I couldn't care less, David. No, I couldn't. What are you called in about, mate? Well, this lady. I feel so sorry for her. What, Catherine? Having to work with me? Yeah, you she loves it. Well. Yeah, that as well. But, <laughs> uh, this, this poor lady with this council house. If she wants my granddaughter to have it, she'll, she'll have it. I'll pick the glass up in the garden. <laughs> there is a, yeah, there is, a bit of, there is a bit of glass. There's a sort of bottle... Top that's okay. been smashed. This is, uh, this is Rhiannon, the mother of three, oh. who's been moved into a house that she is, uh, says, and there are pictures on the Facebook page, have a look, that she says is uh, unsafe for her kids and it's dangerous and it's unsuitable. You'd, you'd happily help her out, would you, David, and get your granddaughter in there? I'll do that, yeah, I'll swap. That's I'll very swap noble of you, mate. That's ve- You know yeah. this house is dangerous and unsuitable. And I'll buy, I'll buy my granddaughter the white goods because councils don't supply white goods do on the, carpet. Do they not supply the white goods? I thought they would have done. No. They don't? No. OK. Well, I can see why she might have beef there. But this is... Oh, why? Um, yeah, if good you, point. If why? you buy an house, if you buy an house, well, well. it wouldn't have them in. Yep, yep, he's, uh, he, um, well, um, I suppose she's got to feed... OK, let's, let's, let's go into her corner for a second. I suppose she's got to feed the kids, and if she hasn't got the money, white goods are well expensive. Mm. No, she can go to these places and they'll give her a cooker and a fridge. Hang on, who gives you a cooker and a fridge? I'm going there. These, these that help the homeless and all that, they, all, they have no end. Willing hospice and all them, they give you All right. David, we'll, we'll, we'll put it to her dad later on. Thank you, David. Ta-ta. I'm going to say something as well. I don't think white goods are as expensive as they used to be. I hope not, because when I came downstairs, our washing machine was flashing F6, F6, F6. Oh. F6 it up. Turn it off, turn it on again. Might be all right. No, I think it's a dirty filter. Oh. I think it's got a dirty filter. I can fix that. 
unscrew the filter, take it out, tap it, put it back in. Gosh, you're so manly. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, songs with there's a Beach Boys song with a silence in, and it was a massive flop because of the silences. Oh, na 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 na. There's a silence before that, isn't there? What? Before the na 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 na. Heroes and villains. No, it's not that one though. There's one. Oh, hang on. Na 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 na. She's so good to me. How uh, come that, you yeah. are? Yeah, I know that one. Have we got that one? You're kind of small and you're such a doll. There we go. This is... I think this is it. Let's have a little... Uh, let's have a bit. We sounded like the Beach Boys then, didn't we? Did, yeah. You're kind of small and you're such a doll. I'm glad you're mine. You're so good to me. How come you wasn't this song at all. Never mind, it's a nice song anyway. <laughs> oh, what's the Beach Boys song with the stops and starts? Oh, um... Oh, flipping it, that's going to do my head in. Oh, I don't know what it is. Ian, what's the... Sorry? Is it Sloop? No, mate, it's no. not Sloop. It was a flop. It was a flop, a bona fide flop. Ian, what's the Beach Boys song with the stops and starts? Oh, he's gone. Oh, well, Butler. Um, oh, someone will know. I've tweeted it, so the, the internet will know. Um, uh, so Scott has tweeted, that house is nicer than mine. If there's glass in the garden, then pick it up, you lazy so-and-so. Censored some of that. Harsh, isn't it? Isn't, um, Facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. Go and have a look. We'll speak to uh, Rhiannon's stepdad a bit later on. And, um, right, sorry? I need someone talking. What? There's Ian. Ian, you're back. Sorry, I got cut off. How rude, Ian. Sorry, okay. I'm at the we're giving you one more chance, and if you muff this one up, you're banned for the rest of the week. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's the Beach Boys? Well, hang on. What's the Beach Boys song that stops and starts? Oh, I don't know. I don't know the Beach Boys. Do you oh. care about FIFA? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Why? Tell me why. What? Okay, here's the question. Well, they, run, is... they, they run world football. That's why. Right, but why should and they why can should change the rules? Well, they're not going to change the rules of football. 
Yeah, they can change the laws of the game. Yeah, they sit can down they? once a year. Can yeah, they and really? they, 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 yeah, that's what they do. They they change the laws of the game, uh, or mi- or modify them. There hasn't been a major change recently, but they just tweak it once a year. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's suddenly I'm interested. So they're the ones I have to talk to about my idea of going straight to penalties. Like from the start, go straight to penalties. <laughs> Everyone have a go, and then the winner. Uh, then it's over, and then we can carry on with our Saturday oh, afternoon. Oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. Why should I be bothered by FIFA? Uh, Ian, you've not called in about that. What have you got for no, us? No, and also, I just got. I've just um, pulled up at the services, and a woman's been here. She broke down last night at eight o'clock, and she's only being recovered now. Isn't that terrible? She, has she stayed in the car all night? She's been in the car. All, well, she's been either in the car or in the service station all night. Is she still there? Um, yeah, hold on a minute. Yeah, let's have a word with her. Um, <laughs> I was looking at a carcass at a funny angle. Hold on, where is she? Oh, here she is. She's been there since eight I o'clock. Feel like, I feel like J-Dog. Hold on. Yeah, do you know what? In many ways, Ian, you're better than J-Dog. Cheers. Have you got your hey, shirt done up? I've got the radio on the phone. Um, a friend of mine... Um, friend? On the radio. Do you friend? Want to oh, Oh, no, I just don't want to. Don't want to. Ah, uh, suspicious. Oh, just speak to him. He, he, he's, a, he's a TV personality as well. It's really good. Oh, he's lying his backside off, isn't he? Steady on, Catherine. I don't think she wants to, Ian. That's a no comment. I, Ian, you're bullying a woman. There you go. Tell them that then. Oh, Ian. Oh, no, it's too early in the Ian, morning. Ian, you're bullying a woman who's been stranded at a service station all night. And what's, what's all this nonsense about we're friends? I've got a friend of mine. Uh, oh. Flipping heck, mate. Oh, Catherine, bless him. Catherine is a friend. Yeah, exactly, you're talking she, about me. She was, looking, she was looking tired and emotional. No, so. that's fair enough. Eight, uh, she's but, been there since 8 o'clock at night. I thought that... Night. I bet it's because it was a service station. If it had been the road, they would have been there within an hour. still a woman on her own in a car park. Service station. No, and a daughter. A woman and a daughter. Uh, yeah. How old's a daughter? The daughter's about 20-ish. She oh, wow. was insistent that she didn't want to talk to you. OK, oh. that's, that's, to that's to fine. Well, Ian, Ian, you've used up all your time. You can't talk about the house now. OK, you need to go to the travel. Yes, thank you. What's all this friends nonsense? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Potters Bar and Barnet Road, that's still closed in both directions between Hill Rise and Dancers Hill Road. So that's either side of the M25 because of a building fire. So expect delays in the area this morning. On the A1 southbound, they're accused from the Holiday Inn building up towards the Barnet Lane at Stirling Corner. And in Bishop Stortford on the A120, Bishop Stortford Bypass, there's new temporary traffic lights there between the M11 Junction 8 for the Birchanger services and Stansted Road, which could cause some delays. In Biddenham on the A4280, Bromham Road, there's roadworks there, eastbound at the A428 and Paula Radcliffe Waste. That could get busy too, but it's not looking too bad at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Why should I be bothered by FIFA? That's the question. That's the question. We, we, the, the, what we do on this show is we tend to work things out uh, on air as opposed to um, in the downtime after the show. But why should we be bothered by FIFA? 08459 555 545. 6.47. We'll have the weather in a second, but here are your headlines. Luton Borough Council face a bill of £9,000 after a company in charge of health and safety for the Luton Carnival pulled out at the last minute. And David Cameron will visit France and the Netherlands today at the start of a tour of European capitals. He's trying to win support for EU reforms ahead of an in-out, shake-it-all-about referendum on UK membership. Here's the weather with Elizabeth. 
Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you today. Promises to be a pretty nice day once again. It will be dry and fine. Some lovely spells of sunshine. Just a noticeable westerly breeze. So perhaps feeling just a touch cooler than yesterday, but still all in all a pretty nice day. Top temperatures by the time we get to the afternoon up to 17 or 18 degrees. 64 in Fahrenheit. The sunshine lasting into this evening. Of course, a bit more cloud bubbling up here and there through the course of the afternoon. Now, overnight tonight, it will be mostly dry. We'll see lots of clear skies at first and then gradually things will cloud over as we head into tomorrow morning. We're looking at overnight lows of around 9 or 10 degrees in many of the towns. By the time we get into tomorrow, though, it's going to turn quite wet and through the middle part of the day, we could see quite a short spell of very heavy rain and some strong gusts of wind too. The rain is going to last on and off for much of the day, turning a bit more showery as we head into the afternoon and then Saturday, dry and fine again, but Sunday, a wet and windy end to the weekend. That's the forecast. Every weekday morning. Coming up at nine on the big phone in this morning. Is it a good idea to make jobless teenagers work for their benefits? How would you like this country to stand up to President Putin? Are you surprised to see British people being blatantly racist? The JVS Show. I think we've got to get over this issue about racism doesn't exist. It, it has existed. It will probably carry on existing. What I wanted to say is they've got this completely the wrong way around. You know, that, that, that is also true. That is also true. You will always get some, but they are such... A minority. I think the man's a buffoon. Get him up, get him out of there, give him a sense of purpose. The JVS Show. Do you think we have got to, as a country, start taking this issue more seriously? Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. She's not the little girl I once knew. She... She's not... It's really hard trying to do all five parts at once. Hang on. She's not the little... uh, It's not the chorus. Listen, girl. Relax. Oh. Who's that? They're very fond of them now. Today. What? Who's that? The thing quite Who's that? For the Danish membership of the European Union. Who's that? Oh. Anyway, that was... Uh, it's She's Not the Little Girl I Once Knew is oh, the... Uh, I thought you were having an episode. She's not the little girl I once knew. She's not the little girl I once knew. Do the silence. Listen, girl, relax. Bound, bound. Can you find that song, Kelly? The little girl I once knew by the Beach Boys. While we're waiting for that, let's have Luke Pickett, somebody else. No, let's stick with Luke Pickett.
Down, take it to the bridge. Fall right, baby. Don't wanna make love to you tonight. I'm gonna give you so much pleasure. All right, that's enough. Gonna make you want to scream out loud, saying, "Oh, yeah, please again." And I say, "I'm too tired." Once is enough every month for me. I'm loving it. Hey, well, uh, Luke, listen, Luke, pick it. Listen, you've got a lot of talent. I can give you a lot more talent. We can take it to the next level. You're at the level. I can take it to the next level. <laughs> can you give him some lyrics? I've got some good. It turns out I'm really good at lyrics about making love once a month. Mm. You're very, very good. Uh, uh, Kelly, tell us a little bit more about this Luke Pickett gentleman, please. Luke and where Pick- can we find him? And um, when is his record going to be released in our price? Luke Pickett is from Harpenden, so just up the road. Um, I've sent him to One Extra, and he'll be uh, playlisted next month. Hey, like exciting, proper digital it? radio, isn't it? Hey, yeah. It's going to step in there for a second. I don't think that's Luke Pickett. I think that's um, Peter Andre. Uh, he's Come on. Got, he's got the Andre influence. He has. And I'm sure he'd be pleased to hear that. Mm. Luke Pickett, flick it. Um, Justin, mm. um, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a bit um, uh, sexy now after that. Actually. Feeling a little bit, that's what Luke Pickett does. He's made, Luke Pickett. <laughs> here, you go, this is, here you go, Luke. You can have this on the, on the cover of your, your record. Um, Luke Pickett makes me feel fresh. <laughs> Ian Lee, put that. Yeah, Kathy, it's right. nearly your birthday, though, isn't it? Yay! That's a great street vibe, actually. Which cr- songs make you feel sexy? Hey, we were talking about songs that have got stops in. Hmm. Stops and starts. It was this Beach Boys song. Hang on. Get ready. No one played it on the radio. A, it's not one of their best. And B, because of the stops. Here we go. Here we go. I like we go. it. Yeah, it's good, this one. It's about a girl growing into a woman. Oh. It's kind of the same vibe as Luke Pickett, actually. It's a little bit creepy as well. Yeah. Here comes Creepy Might Love. I'm going to try for her. Here we go. Shh, shh. Look out, She's not the little girl I once knew. She's grown to a woman, you see. Seen the Beach Boys on Sunday, very excited. How could I ever have told her she'd be what she is today? Look at how her boyfriend holds her. I'll be holding him. 
and one. Oh, sorry. sorry? Turns out you're really great at singing Thank over you. other Thank you. Silence, silence. You got it? I am great at singing other people's songs, thank you. No, you're welcome. Like Glenn Campbell's. Mm. Justin? Yeah. Why should I be bothered about FIFA? That's the question well, on everybody's lips today. A lot of people talking about it. You asked me to take this one yes, to the streets. Yes. Are people bothered about FIFA? Well, the streets have spoken. Take a listen. Are you bothered about FIFA? Football, do you mean? Yeah, FIFA, yeah. Are you bothered? Not really. So, what are you bothered about, then? Uh, celebrity Jews. Are you bothered about FIFA? No, not really. They're, they're thieves anyway, we know that, so I'm not bothered. <laughs> Morning, Gov. Are you bothered about FIFA? Uh, I prefer motor sports. Really? OK. What would you say to anybody who says you're not a real man, unless you like football? Um, well, it's to their own, really. Are you a real man? Um, I, I would say so, yes. OK, thank you. You're welcome. John, we can hear Ian in the background. You've got Ian on in your in your vehicle here. Fair play to you. Are you bothered about FIFA? No. <laughs> no, I'm not a football fan. What are you bothered about? Curry and rice. <laughs> OK, fair enough. Thanks very much. Ooh. Thank you. Stereotypes. Here we go, Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fair play. This is why Justin is a genius. This is why this team is one of the best teams uh, working in radio uh, in Luton today. <laughs> now, uh, this morning. Yes, this precise moment in time. What are you bothered about? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. What are you bothered about? Call me now. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Scott's making the joke I made. Hang on a second. Um, I preferred Luke Pickett's stuff when he was in Pickett, Lick It, Roll It, and Flick It. <laughs> that poor kid. I bet he got that all the way through school. I bet he did. And he's going to get. He's, he's gonna, if he's going to be a pop star, he's got to learn to take knocks. Yeah. And trust me, the knocks that we're giving him this morning are nothing compared to the knocks he'll get in um, uh, uh, on Pop Bitch and in Heat Magazine. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom from someone who's been there. <laughs> Live that life, Luke. I've been there, done that. If you want any advice, come and speak to Daddy Lee. <laughs> Smoking an invisible cigarette. Yeah. Smoking an invisible rolly. <laughs> Not magic, though. It's just a rolly. Um, Justin. Yeah. We need to come up with something else for him in for the rest of the show. Are you bothered? Well, I, I think we ought to. You're contractually obliged yeah, to be okay. with us for okay. the... Um, um... I could talk about trains. What? Um... I could talk about the carnival. I could talk about what are you bothered about if it's not FIFA. There's yeah, let's find things. out. Do you know what? Let's find out what people are bothered about. Yeah. yeah. Again, you know who to ask, don't you? Well, yeah. Well, we did try this in Harpenden last week. Do you yeah. remember? Yes. And uh, I think oh, the best no. we got was, oh yes, I'm, I'm concerned about people who are using too much water. <laughs> let's do it again, yep. and you never. Let's see what happens in Luton. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, buddy. Ta ta. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1, there's a lane-blocked southbound just after Junction 11 for Dunstable Run. That's causing delays from the Toddington services. On the M25, it's slow anti-clockwise now from Junction 20 for the A41 at Kings Langley to 19 for Watford. And in Potters Bar, Barnet Road is still closed between Hill Rise and Dancers Hill Road because of a building fire that's either side of the M25 is where that closure is. On the A1 southbound, there are queues building up from the Holiday Inn towards Barnet Lane at the Stirling Corner. On the train departure board, so there's no reports of any problems. Samantha Bruffby. Thank you, Samantha. There we go. First hour down. What are you bothered about? And why should I be bothered about FIFA? Oh, and do look at the pictures of that house on the Facebook page, if you wouldn't mind. Thank you. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
story. The headlines, Luton Council face a bill of thousands after a security company pulls out of Carnival. Milton Keynes woman says she's been given a dangerous house to live in by the council and people asked for their views on Thameslink trains. BBC Three Counties Radio. Luton Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival after the company providing security pulled out just days before the last weekend's event. It's not been confirmed why the company withdrew, but a number of groups have complained about the organisation of the event. More from Carol Abercrombie. Among those complaining is Elroy Edwards from the Luton Sound Forum, who says the decision to cut the number of sound systems at the event was disrespectful to their tradition. Another group said they weren't allowed to go on stage to be judged as they were delayed due to a technical fault. Luton Borough Council had to employ Capita at short notice, but say they're confident they will be reimbursed by the UK Centre for Carnival Arts. The FIFA president, Sepp Blatter, is due to make his first public appearance since the arrests of senior officials in football's world governing body. Fourteen people linked to FIFA have so far been indicted by the US authorities. The former vice president, Jack Warner, has turned himself into the authorities in Trinidad and Tobago. Visa has become the latest major sponsor to express concern. People are to be asked, should the UK remain a member of the EU when the referendum on European Union membership is held? It means that pro-Europeans will be the Yes campaign, which some experts say could be an advantage. A review has uncovered nearly 2,000 cases of alleged physical and sexual abuse by Methodist church ministers, employees, members and volunteers. The accusations cover a period stretching back to the 1950s. The church, which commissioned the review, has offered an unreserved apology to the victims and acknowledged that it didn't listen to them in the past. A mother of three claims she is being forced to live in a house that is dangerous and unsuitable for her children by Milton Keynes Council. Rhiannon has spent eight weeks living in hotels and temporary accommodation after her landlord sold her last rental property. Her new home has no fridge, cooker, living room carpet or washing machine and has broken glass in the garden. Her stepfather, Chris Turner, says she's been forced into it because nobody in the private market would allow Rhiannon to pay with housing benefits. She was renting privately before and when you rent privately you can choose the house you want to live in. She had no choice here. She had to come in and accept it, sign for it and take it, because if she didn't, she'd be taken off the list from the council and she'd be left homeless. That seems very unfair, and she has to take a property that she wouldn't normally rent, and I don't think anybody would want to rent this as a private tenant. We are awaiting a response from Milton Keynes Council. And people using Thameslink rail services through Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire are being asked for their views on the company's performance. It follows concerns raised by St Albans Council over the level of service since Govia took over the franchise in September last year. And the weather forecast, it will be a bright but breezy day with highs of 16 Celsius 61 in Fahrenheit. BBC Three Counties Radio News. I'll be back with more at half past. Thank you, Barrington. Busy show this morning, busy show. Um, yesterday, the news was full of FIFA. FIFA, FIFA, FIFA. Thanks for the brioche. What are you doing? Uh, I was looking at the bin. I was going to do that too, right? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I spent most of yesterday thinking, should I, should I be bothered about FIFA? 
I do sometimes think that the news outlets, the media, that lazy term that doesn't really mean anything, um, they kind of push stuff that isn't really that interesting or, in the great scheme of things, that important. FIFA corrupt, who'd have thought it? Can you explain to me, this is your challenge this morning, why should I be bothered about FIFA? What, what, what am I missing? 08459 555. Also off the back of that, and thanks to Justin for this one, what are you bothered about? If you're not bothered about FIFA, what are you bothered about? And do us a favour, go to uh, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. There's a picture. You'd heard Barry there talking um, about the, uh, the, the house. A mother, uh, Rhiannon, says that the house that the council have uh, supplied her with is dangerous and unsuitable for children. She was living in hotels for eight weeks. Council found her a house. Dangerous and unsuitable, she claims. Go and have a look at the pictures and leave your comments. And um, we've got Rhiannon's stepdad coming on in about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, we'll put forward your messages of support or otherwise to him. Facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459 Luton Carnival is a lot of work. We're asking the listener for a lot of work today. They've had it lazy the last few weeks, so we're kind of giving them a lot to do. So as well as looking at the pictures of the house and telling us, trying to sell to me why I should be bothered about FIFA, uh, Luton Carnival, if you went there or works there over the weekend. Could you give us a call and, and just kind of give me your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, if you went there as a punter, you may not have noticed if it was badly organised or not. You may have just enjoyed the vibe and had a great time. All I heard from people who'd actually seen it said it was brilliant. Yeah. You know, people put massive amount of effort into their performances. The costumes yeah. were amazing. It was spectacular. Brilliant. So if, if that was the case, brilliant. Come Behind on. Behind the scenes, we're hearing that it was a bit more difficult. Yeah. Well, we spoke to uh, one group on Tuesday, didn't we, who were unhappy with their loot and carnival experience. Hype Masqueraders said that the event was badly organised and they were told their costumes were, quotes, crap, unquote. Uh, the organisers denied this, of course. A little side, uh, aside to that, if you heard Hype Masqueraders on, they had problems with their float. There was a, the, one of the amps, the speakers had come untethered and that kind of slowed things down. And the lady that we spoke to from Hype Masqueraders said, well, don't worry, we've started issuing refunds of £20. I thought, gosh, that, I, I, was, I, I was a little bit suspicious. Uh, and then someone phoned up, apparently, I've only just found out, and said, after the show, and said, well, actually, we may not, we need to look into the refunds. Yeah, because the, this was the founder who I've sent a message to this morning. I'm trying to get both of those people on. Because be we, we may be getting cross wires here. I had a message saying that this guy had rung up and said that because it was a manufacturing fault with the speakers, don't know whether that's going to be the case. OK, so, so we get, it'd be great to, to hear that audio again of exactly what they said. Which is odd. If she's already started issuing refunds, yeah. to then question it afterwards. Refund I the refund. I don't know, I don't know. Well, if we got that audio sorted out that we can play a bit later on. Yes. Brilliant. And hopefully they'll both come on, hopefully today's show, if not today's show, we'll speak to them tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Do it on a Friday. So that was one thing, OK? Well, then, yeah, we heard about another kind of thing that may, that has been going on in the background. Luton Borough councillors uh, had to step in and bail the organisers out when the company in charge of health and safety pulled out at the last minute. 
So, Catherine, Lutonborough Council, they don't run the carnival. No. Who does? Who's responsible to. for it? Well, the group responsible for the carnival now, completely, um, is called the UK Centre for Carnival Arts. It's based in Luton. It's a national arts charity whose mission is to provide, and I quote, a creative space designed specifically to unite, engage and support carnival arts. That's mm. from their website. Now, over the last four years, responsible for the Luton, uh, responsibility for the Luton Carnival has been gradually switching from Lutonborough Council to this group. Two years ago, uh, the UK Centre for Carnival Arts took over responsibility for the organisation of the event and then last year they were given full financial responsibility. So for this year's event, the UK CCA employed a company called AD Health and Safety. Now this isn't a Timper organisation that they hired, this is a, a company who've been in charge of health and safety at London Pride and at the Royal Wedding, so they know their stuff. Uh, but th but uh, this health and safety company withdrew their services it was about a week before yeah. the carnival, wasn't it? Yeah, very short notice. And we asked them, we approached them over the last couple of days, um, but they said they can't tell us because they signed a non-disclosure agreement. Um, and UK Centre for Carnival Arts weren't prepared to give us details either. All they would say was that they had to find another company quickly. You can't put on this kind of event without health and safety cover. So Lutonborough Council stepped in to help, and I mean financially, and they employed the service of a company called Capita. How much does it cost? Well, late yesterday afternoon, we and we have been chasing this for a couple of days, Lutonborough Council got back to us and told us the bill could be £9,000, could be, based on what they called the worst case scenario. Now, initially, they told us they couldn't give us a figure because they were waiting to be invoiced by Capita, which... I don't know about you, I find a little bit odd. You know, you know a ballpark figure, surely. Yeah. Interestingly, though, the spokesperson for um, Lutonborough Council added that the UK Centre for Carnival Arts had set aside a figure of £5,000 for security. They haven't confirmed that figure to us, though. Um, but in a statement, the council added that they are confident they will be reimbursed at some point by UK Centre for Carnival Arts. Where does the UK Centre for Carnival Arts, maybe you don't know this, we can ask them, where do they get their money from? Well, I know that um, in the first instance they were lottery-funded. OK. But they're, they're a charity. OK. Uh, what have they said about this, the UK Centre for Carnival Arts? Uh, they told us that AD Health and Safety pulling out came as a bit of a surprise to them. Again, they didn't go into the circumstances. But they say it was only right that Lutonborough Council got involved because they are a key partner and they valued their expertise. And they were desperate. Uh, it, it, we've, we mentioned uh, that, that some people have been unhappy with the way the carnival is organised. We spoke to Hype Masqueraders. We spoke to a gentleman phoned in spontaneously on Tuesday, DJ Al, who was performing there, and he said that it was... Um, uh, was particularly badly organised. What else has people said? Well, we're going to be speaking to a chap called Elroy Edwards in about an hour's time. He's going to come in. Um, and he's so unhappy with the way it was organised. He's, he's a member of one of these troops. I think he may be an organiser of one of the troops. He wants to take back the Luton Carnival from the UK Centre for Carnival Arts. He doesn't think they're up to the job. He's branded the chairman of the board there, Hopeton Walker, hopeless. Okay. And also he'll be speaking to Hopeton Walker. Okay. Um, and uh, find out exactly what's been going on here. It's all just after eight, so that should... Uh, well, if Tuesday's anything to go by, it's only be worth listening to. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh, you can give us a call, you can send us... Uh, oh, do you want to get the texts up, Catherine, and have a, a little look? There's, there, there's nothing in the papers. And you can tell there's nothing in the papers because of the front pages. A lot of the front pages are about FIFA. And I don't... <laughs> why am I supposed to be bothered by FIFA? Ken says, I'm not bothered by FIFA, but I'm entertained by the, the carnival. Yeah, I know what you mean. It means the carnival of, of, of the uh, FIFA um, scandal, not the Luton carnival. Front page of the mirror. I mean, it's a nice story, but it's not a front page story. Have you seen this? 
Baby makes mum's dying heart beat again. Nice story, but sweet baby. Very sweet. Good, good hair on a baby on yeah, that baby. I like. I like. Good hair. Oh, I nearly asked a question. That's. I'm going to I ask was a... a hairy baby, yeah, and I had no. one, and then I had a bald one. Okay, well, good. So you, you've had both. Oh, well, then I can answer. You can answer the question. Mm-hmm. Heartburn. When the hairy baby comes out, does it feel different? Do you, do you, you know, does it feel different? I can't tell you because the first time around, I was like... like it's uh, not like a chimney brush coming uh, down. <laughs> Is it? Do you want me to say L- yes? Let a soot comes out. I, I know you want me to say yes. <laughs> I can't tell you because the first time around, I was heavily sedated. Okay. The second time around, it was au naturel. And maybe it was more helpful, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it's the front page of the mirror, and it's a, a mum who was close to death with a failing heart told how it started beating again after her sleeping baby was placed next to her. Oh, that's sweet. It's a sweet story. I mean, what was that? Uh, me, me doing a mouth that says, I wouldn't lead with it. Uh, it's not a front page. Kelly, you, you're an intelligent young lady. Okay, right. Just, 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 just calm down a little bit. You're an intelligent young lady. Let me, um, let me just hang on. Kelly, spell square. S-C-U... What? Oh, my God! Ah! Okay, well, you got that question wrong, but try this one. Would you lead with the story about this? Would you lead with Baby Makes Mum's Dying Heartbeat Again? Front page story? S-Q-U-A-R-E. K? There's no K in it, mate. (laughs) That's squeak, you plum. Oh, dear. (laughs) I mean... Oh, dearie. Hey, listen, do you know what, guys? We're in trouble, Catherine. Well, you're not because you've gone to, um, I was going to say the dark side. You've gone to the light side. Why? You're um, Caffrey Caff. Yes. Bar- oh, if, if only Barry would give up um, the, the caffeine. He'd be Barry Caffrey Caffrey. Wouldn't he? Do you know what? I feel amazing. You don't look I'm it. Like th- I don't care. Three weeks caffeine. I, I do. Three weeks caffeine free. And uh, I feel brilliant. Drink no more than four cups per day, say experts. Well, I'm about to start my third, and it's a quarter past seven. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Although it turns out, Kelly, you're trying to poison me. Drinking more than four mugs of instant coffee a day could be dangerous. And even healthy adults are at risk, experts say. In its first guide... Oh. (laughs) In its... uh... Oh, I, d- I do like the world. Go on. I, I, I like the world. Don't you like the world? Depen- fa- depending on the day. OK. In its first guidelines on caffeine consumption, the EU food safety watchdog... I think it's just gone politically correct. ..has advised a daily limit of 400 milligrams. Now, people will say, oh, flipping Europe, sticking their beaks in where it's not wanted. Europeans love a coffee. Yeah. But also, they're giving us health advice. You can't knock them for giving us health advice. You're not saying you're, you will, you cannot have more than four cups of Nescafe. You cannot have more than four cups of Costa Rica. They're saying we, 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 you probably shouldn't, but it's up to you. The average mug of instant coffee contains around 100 milligram, milligrams of pure caffeine. Um, let's, let's see what, what the problems are. Anxiety? Yes. Check. Sleeplessness? Check. Yes. Heart disturbances, check. Yes. Heart failure, not yet. But it turns out all you need to do is put your baby next to you and you'll be okay. What if you haven't got a baby? Well, you just, just, just go and rub yourself against the baby. Ian, I... quick, how to spell square? S Q. Oh, it took ages, though. What do you mean it took me ages? I got it right. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound, a vehicle's broken down at the junction 11 for Dunstable, which is causing delays from the Toddington services. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's busy from junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. And in Bricketwood on the North Orbital Road, that's slow at the M25 junction 21A roundabout. In Potter's Bar on Barnet Road, that's closed between Hill Rise and Dancers Hill Road in both directions, either side of the M25. And no reports any problems on the trains at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Samantha. Samantha. 7.17 or thence about. Uh, by the way, don't forget, have a quick look at the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR to uh, check that dangerous and unsuitable house. We'll talk about that in a minute. But before that, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Luton Borough Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival after the company providing security pulled out. And the FIFA president, Sepp Blatter, is due to make his first public appearance since the arrests of senior officials and football's world governing body. But why should we care? BBC's Three Counties Radio. Every weekday from three, local stories. People in Watford are being urged to celebrate their local heroes by creating a postcard in their honour. In other local news, rugby fans are being warned to watch out for fake World Cup tickets. Roberto Peroni. Now, a metal detectorist has discovered a archaeological find in a field near Royston in Hertfordshire. Taxi drivers in Luton are demanding to be allowed to drive in bus lanes at all times. There is to be a new station at the Leighton Buzzard Narrow Gauge Railway. Roberto Peroni. Weekdays from three on BBC. Three Counties Radio. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, Milton Keynes' woman is complaining about the home she's been allocated by the council, saying it's dangerous and unsuitable for her three children. Rhiannon's been homeless for eight weeks after her previous rental property was sold. Well, Milton Keynes' council say it's the best they can do. And uh, you heard earlier on in the show, Rhiannon telling our reporter, Simon, that um, it's inhabitable. Well, we can speak to Chris Turner, who's Rhiannon's stepfather. Morning, Chris. Good morning. Chris, what's what's wrong with the house? Excuse me one second. It's the condition of the house rather than the house itself. The house is lovely and it's big. It's one of the older Milton Keynes houses. Um, And so when it was new, it was lovely. But it's been led by... Um, a very good rental company to via the council and the council have a standard that seems to be lower for their own tenants than it would be for private individuals. So we're told, let's go through this one at a time, we're told it's dangerous and unsuitable. Where's the danger? Danger is in the sense that um, you've got a house that has a greenhouse in the garden with um, small, thin, horticultural glass. We've had a look on the front area outside the front of the house, and there's a gravel area, and it's full of glass, broken glass. Um, the house doesn't have any carpets in parts of it. Um, it's quite dirty, and the carpets and things smell of urine and things like that. Um, it's not suitable for, and in my sense, for little kids of six three and two because they're going to run around they fall into things they fall over they get cuts and bruised and things like that it's it's it hasn't been 
thought through the process of, of uh, what a family, a young family yeah. would like, so, or would need really, not necessarily like, but would need. Um, that's what I, what I feel about it. In terms of the house being dirty, nearly, I mean, I've, I've uh, uh, rented and I, I am lucky enough that I've been in a position where I've bought. Nearly every house that I've moved into, apart from the last two actually, um, could have been cleaner. Absolutely, I agree with you completely. And we went round with a bucket and a mop and a scrubbing brush, uh, took us a weekend, and we cleaned and we scrubbed and we got it to the standard that we were suitable with, that we were happy with. I agree, uh, and that's what we're going to we did yesterday, and we're going to be carrying on doing okay. today. We we got a carpet guy in, and he cleaned all the carpets okay. deeply. But these haven't been cleaned for a long time. Okay. As I said, the carpets smelt of urine. Yeah, that, and that's not great, and that's horrible. But but that's but so so the cleanliness aspect is being sorted out. Yeah, we're working on that. We can Brilliant. do that ourselves. But Brilliant. the point is that Rhiannon um, doesn't have any money. She has no income. She's a single parent looking after three small children under the age of seven. So she doesn't have the finance, the resources to do it. She has the time, obviously, but she hasn't got the resources to do it. There are no carpets on the on the ground floor. I know, and it looks fantastic. Um, well, fantastic, yes, but the old carpets were taken up and the floor needs cleaning, and she can't afford to buy new carpets. Well, why does she need new carpets? It's, it's a beautiful wooden floor. I agree with you. It's, it's dirty, though, and it needs the nails we need punching down. I'm OK, well, what you do is you get a bucket with some, some uh, vim in it, or whatever it's called these days, you go around scrubbing, and then you take a hammer with you. That's right. Well, we're going to do that. But I don't understand why that would, that, that's going to cost you a fiver. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Well, maybe we can look at it that way around. I understand what you're saying, and I appreciate that you're looking at being a devil's advocate there. No, 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 I'm not being a devil's advocate. I'm just saying that if, if the, 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 it's a beautiful wooden floor, if it's dirty, scrub it, and if there are nails sticking out, you hammer them in. That's what you do, don't you? It's practical. Right. Yes, I agree. That's true. And we will probably be doing that when we, when we look at maybe trying to get hold of some carpet from somewhere and things like that. I don't know why you need carpet. Um, because the floor isn't... Um, it's not a floor that's... When you have a when you have a, a wooden floor in a house, um, the floor is usually an old-fashioned floor. This is 1970s pine that is in not really good condition. It was cheaper wood to start with, and so to sand it down, it wouldn't look. It's it would take a lot of work. Why? I don't know why you need to sand it down. Because it, it's very rough. It's not smooth. It wasn't planned on being a floor. It's just floorboarding that we were going to cover with some form of carpeting or something. So it needs to be sanded. But, it's but very why? rough and, un, and not comfortable. And it's got splinters in it. It's not designed. It, it would need to be sanded. Um, believe me, I've, worked, I've I had houses in the past where I've done exactly the same thing as you. It's not a parquet floor, and it's not no. old-fashioned floorboards, the Victorian floorboards, which can be sanded easily. So I understand what you're saying, and I appreciate what you're saying and what you're doing in that sense, but it's not really that appropriate as a nice, sanded pine floor. It's not Victorian with, with Chris, with the greatest of respect, yes. I, I, loads of people would love to live in a house with a sanded Victorian timber floor, and they can't. No. But it's not sand. This is not Victorian. This is no, exactly. Like, this is they, they would love to, uh, 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 and they can't. And and your your stepdaughter isn't either. She's got it, it's a, it's a wooden floor. It's you know if you, if you that worry, get a couple of rugs. Well, that's what we're looking at in the short term. Yes, of course we are. But it, it would be nicer. Well, I think the point I'm trying to make in is that if you were going to rent a house, yep, and you were looking at a private rent, yep. you would go through the rental companies, look at the properties, yeah. 
and try to find a property that would be suitable for you. Now, if you had the choice of renting a house that was fully carpeted, had white goods, and was clean and tidy, in the sense that you may want to clean it further because your standards are maybe better than, than what you found, but you would choose a house that is suitable. Yeah. Rhiannon uh, and I'm lucky enough I'm in that position I can afford to do that, yeah. Right. Rhiannon hasn't had a choice. And when we went into the house yesterday with a lady from the council, she said that um, this is all you can have. Yeah. There's nothing better. If you don't take this house, you are going to be taken off the list of... Um, of suitability, and we will close your case. So, in other words, they'll forget her. So she had to accept the house. She has rented privately as a very good tenant yeah. uh, all this time, and we've helped her with that. Um, and she came into a house that didn't have carpets, didn't have white goods. You normally have white goods in a house now when you rent a house, and, and this wasn't there. But it was deemed suitable for a council tenant. I wouldn't rent it privately. I've rented, like you, I've rented in the past as well. But I've stayed in worse places than that, trust me, much worse places than that. Yeah, I appreciate that. But when you have three small children and you've got, you know, they're, they, they're demanding in time. And the lady that from the council actually said that this was what she would all be expected, would be enough as expected for a council tenant, as if she was a third-class citizen, not as a private tenant. There yeah. is a huge housing problem in Milton Keynes. And I realise that. There's a housing problem indeed. Yeah. But She's only been waiting eight weeks. It's, it seems, that seems pretty quick. Uh, but then she is a priority case. We went through the whole process of the selection process. And oh. we have a, um, I'm a parish councillor in Monkston and uh, Kent's Hill. And I, I understand the, the assessment process. Yeah. And she was assessed as a high priority one. And so she, she was um, on the waiting list for a three-bedroom house for her and her children. How many bedrooms has this got? This has got three bedrooms. It's a lovely house, in, 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 and with some work, and we're allowed... It's a lovely house that she's not paying for. I mean, the, 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 we put this on Facebook. Uh, let me just read some of the comments at, at random. Dan says, I'll take it. Tracy says, um, there are plenty of sites that offer free or cheap household items, so things like Free Cycle and Gumtree, yep. to get cheap white goods. Sometimes they're free. That's right. Um, uh, Moira says, stupid woman is lucky to get a house. I suppose we're supposed to pay for her stuff because she can't be bothered to work. Um, Kelly says, if you don't like it, tell her to get a job and buy her own house. Um, Susan says, she's right, this house is not suitable. It's far too good for someone that's paying for it. Who does she think she is? Ungrateful. Um, looks like a nice home to me. There's not any sympathy on here, Chris. She's been given a house. I appreciate that, Ian. And it's a cracking house. And the problem about the greenhouse, well, you know, you just... What I'd like to say is that um, Rhiannon has rented privately... Um, since I've known her, um, yeah. since I, I met her mother, and, and uh, we, we married last year. And she is a worker. Um, she has three small children. And I appreciate what all the people are saying. I understand the comments, uh, and I, 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 I empathise with them. Um, Rihanna rented privately. OK, but wh she, why did she stop renting privately? Because when um, she was looking at a long-term rent and the landlord gave her notice to quit... Um, and so she said, OK. She was very happy there. So why couldn't she afford... So she got kicked out because the landlord changed, you know, he's going to do something different with the property. Why couldn't she afford to rent privately after that? Why did she have to go to the council? She and I, I, I showed her... I've been in business for a, a while, and I showed her how to keep notes, and I, I kind of... We, we worked together. I trained her up on how to run a logbook and how to look for things. She ran, looked, looked at 60 council... Oh, 60, 60 rented properties. Yeah. 
and and she was willing to she, we, we were helping to trying to back her and everything like that but landlords will not accept benefit claiming tenants and she literally tried i saw her seen her notes okay and the council have stepped in and helped her out after eight weeks and it sounds with Not greater respect no, it's taken a bit longer than that how long has she been living in a hotel uh so i think it was three weeks in the hotel and it's about five weeks in the um hostel flat unit in aylesbury so eight weeks yeah but which is it's is very good and i appreciate that but brilliant and it's brilliant i agree with you it's brilliant it's just that chris i don't see what the problem is you can clean the floor you can clean the house you can you can hammer the nails in yeah. the end of the garden is quite a long garden the end of the garden with the greenhouse if you're that worried about it well you can put up like a little fence or something a little wicker fence that will cost you what 15 quid yes. across the end of the garden so the kids don't go there the glass in the gravel well that's a, a, annoying but the kids go and stay with you for the day and rihanna gets on her hands and knees and she picks out the glass with rubber gloves i don't see what the problem is it's a really nice house well i agree i think the point i was trying to make earlier um and uh, i'm not privy to what rihanna said i didn't hear the uh, interview um but the point was is that we the lady from the council um, was very condescending in the way she spoke, uh, and I didn't like that. And, 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 and that's not nice. That's inappropriate if that was the case, of course. As a parish councillor myself, I would not speak to any of my, um, like the people in my area um, like that. It wasn't appropriate. Um, and it, the implication was that, that that was all that was available and she should put up and shut up. Now, the house is lovely, and we've agreed that, and Rihanna really likes it. It's a nice house. Well, she says it's dangerous and unsuitable. It's... I think she was maybe slightly... Um, shakalak. She'd just given, been given the house there straight away yesterday, and, the, the, and she was very, very tired because we spent all day shifting things around yeah. and moving around. Oh, it's hard work, isn't it? It's hard work. And she's a, t- a mother of three little ones, and they're tiring too, as you probably imagine. Trust you know. me, yes, I'm, I'm fully aware of that. Um, so the, I agree with everything that people have said, and she's, she's got a lovely house, and we're going to work and make it really nice. And it's going to be great. Lord, the private landlord is very, very helpful indeed, and they've agreed that we can dismantle the, the greenhouse and take it away. Oh, there you go, perfect. Per- then you've got a gorgeous, massive garden. The kids are going to love that. Well, and, and the little, one of the little ones yesterday was playing ball in part of it, which is a bit dodgy because there's a greenhouse not Chris, too far away. Oh, those... Chris, I, do you know what? I, th- I, th- I think you worry too much. Well, are they six, three and two? They're going to get hurt. They're going to fall over. My boys are five and three. They are covered in bruises and scratches and cuts and black eyes and all of those things. It's kids, isn't it? Yeah, we're boys. We're men. Mothers are women. Mothers care about their children and they worry more than I care the men about, do. I, Chris, look, Chris, I'm, I'm going to leave it there because I care about my kids too. <laughs> I care about my kids too. Thank you, Chris. That's Chris Turner. That's Rhiannon's uh, stepdad. Um, have a look at the pictures. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. Would love to get your thoughts on it. Uh, as of the last glimpse at the Facebook comments, there was nobody who was sympathetic towards Rhiannon's case. Permission to speak freely now. That is a flipping nice house. That is a nice house. That kitchen is mahoosive. It's bigger than your kitchen. Yeah. Bigger than your kitchen. It is. It's mahoosive. And you're right, it's annoying there's no cooker and there's no stuff. Free cycle. Go to Free Cycle, you'll get stuff for free, or Gumtree, um, and you'll get stuff dead cheap. Um, the, the cleaning, well, the cleaning's being sorted out. The greenhouse, well, it's being taken down. Um, Heart Foundation are quite good, aren't they, for yeah, things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds... Um, um, 
I don't. I wish I'd, we'd spoken to Rihanna. I, I don't understand why she's not on her knees going, thank you, we've only had to spend eight weeks in a hostel and, and hotels. Thank you. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Aren't we lucky? Aren't we lucky that my stepdad is in a position where he can also lend a hand and possibly a few quid? Can I also clarify as well, as the owner of a pair of ovaries, uh, it's not just women who worry. I, don't, I worry about my kids, but do you know what? We can worry a little bit too much. Too much. We can worry a little bit too much. Uh, Sammy, thank you for waiting. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's busy on the M25 anti-clockwise from Junction 19 for Watford to 16 for the M40. And on the M1 southbound, just after Junction 10 for Luton Airport Spur Road, that's looking slow too. But it is easing off now between the Toddington services and Junction 11 for the A5 at Dunstable after the breakdown's been taken away. In Potter's Bar on Barnet Road, that's been... Uh, reopen now again between Hill Rise and Dancers Road, either side of the M25. It was closed earlier because of a building fire, so that has just reopened, so it shouldn't be causing any further delays this morning. And in Mill Hill on the A1 Watford Way, that's busy from the apex corner at Edgeware towards Broadway at the Mill Hill Circus. No reports of any problems on the trains. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you. We're going to have an update on the Luton Carnival and the refunds that were, were promised on our show, and well, there may be a question mark over them. All of that after the news. Oh, gosh, it's 7.33. I do apologise. Here's Barry. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Barry Caffrey. Luton Borough Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival. It's after the company provided security pulled out just days before last weekend's event. A mother of three who was homeless for eight weeks claims she's being forced to live in a house that's dangerous and unsuitable for her children by Milton Keynes Council. Her home has no fridge, cooker, washing machine or living room carpet and has broken glass in the garden. David Cameron's beginning a series of meetings to try to win support from other European leaders for reforming the EU. He'll travel to the Netherlands and France today with trips to Germany and Poland planned for tomorrow. And people using Thameslink rail services through Bedfordshire and Hertfordshire are being asked for their views on the company's performance. It follows concerns raised by St Albans Council over the level of service since Govia took over the franchise in September last year. And the weather forecast, it will be a bright but breezy day with some sunny spells and highs of 16 Celsius. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. UEFA has called for tomorrow's FIFA presidential election to be postponed. A number of key senior officials were arrested on suspicion of corruption. The European governing body has also questioned whether its associations should even attend the Congress, which starts today. The former FA chairman, David Bernstein, also thinks the election should be delayed. FIFA and Seb Blatter are very resilient. We've seen that time and time again. This election should not take place now. There's, there's too much uncertainty and a lot of evidence and uh, stuff to come on to the table that you would have thought people would want to know before they vote on something like this. Tennis now and Kyle Edmonds pulled out of the French Open with a stomach injury. He was due to play Australian Nick Kyrgios in round two this morning. Later, Andy Murray faces Raoul Sousa while in the women's draw... Heather Watson is up against American Sloane Stevens. 
In rugby, Northampton's Dylan Hartley will miss the first game of the Rugby World Cup. He's been banned for four weeks for a headbutt in their losing Premiership semi-final against Saracens. And in golf, Rory McIlroy says he'll donate his prize money from the Irish Open to his charitable foundation, which is the official host of this week's event. McIlroy tees off at 8 o'clock. BBC Three Counties Radio News. I'm back with a full bulletin at 8. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, lots of interesting uh, uh, emails and texts, and we'll do some texts in a bit about uh, the last gentleman we spoke to, Jill, is uh, email. Chris mentioned at least four times he was a parish councillor. Why did he need to? Is there another agenda? Kick up a fuss and get something better? Um, I don't know. Loads of comments on Facebook. We'll, uh, we'll go to those in a bit. But... <clears throat> I've spoken to a number of people who took part in this year's Luton Carnival who weren't impressed at the way it was organised. In fact, we'll talk to someone in uh, half an hour who thinks he could do a better job himself. But think back to Tuesday's show where we spoke to Hype Masqueraders. They're a London carnival troupe who felt that they were, that they were treated unfairly by the organisers. In fact, one of the allegations was that they'd been told their costumes were crap, uh, something the UK Centre for Carnival Arts denies. And um, because of a, a, a problem on their... Um, they don't call it floats anymore, it's a truck. Because of a problem on their truck, they had to pull over um, and they were then late and then they couldn't go on stage. Well, when um, uh, Hayley from Hype Masqueraders came on the show on Tuesday... She told us that um, she was going to be refunding uh, everybody £20 who'd been on the float. Well, it turns out that may not be happening. Let's speak to uh, Masqueraders founder Tylon McKenzie. Good morning, Tylon. Good morning. So what's going on with these refunds that Hayley promised? Um, what it is is that um, basically a refund was um, put out there to the Masqueraders in case anyone was upset for the share that we did across the stage, but... No one's actually gone up with the refunds. In fact, we've had 100% feedback, which is positive. Um, no one had any complaints. There was a bit. There was all disheartened the fact that we were allowed to cross the stage because of what Clary said to us regarding our costumes. Well, that's that's not. But in in, in defence of them, um, yeah. you you were late, weren't you? Right. The thing is, it, uh, we wasn't late due to ourselves. But what has happened? You were late to the facilities that you provided for at least. And this is. And Haley didn't mention this. It, it, it was at least fifty pounds. The minimum fee that, that those thirty people would have paid yeah. was fifty pounds. It goes up quite a bit, doesn't it? If you want to stand at the front, and depending on what costume you rent from you. Yeah, but the thing is that because that wasn't made clear. We were told it was just fifty pounds. Yeah, it was £50 for the costume, and then there was an uh, extra fee if they wanted to have a, uh, a bigger collar and stuff. OK. How much um, is a big collar these days, Tylon? So a collar can start from anything from £25 up to £500. £500 for a collar? Yeah. How many people take the £500 collar? Well, we didn't do the £500 no. option, as it was loot, and then we charged only £25 Bit for chavvy, the yeah. collar. Yeah. Because we do, like, Notting Hill, so obviously the costumes are more elaborate. OK. So what's the most that someone paid to, to come on your uh, your float at Luton Carnival? Well, £75. Pounds. £75, pounds. gosh, OK. Yes. And because of a technical fault with the truck... Which wasn't our fault. Uh, one oh. was a, a ratchet, which holds down the straps had actually malfunctioned, right. and it was a technical... It was our own fault. No. Um, Whose so fault, what, whose fault to, was it? It was just some of those things that happened. What happens is the lock wouldn't lock on right. the ratchet. But the, so, the, the thing is, if I pay yeah. you for a service and yeah. you don't provide that service, um, that is your fault. My, my contract, having listened to JVS, I, I know this, my contract would be with you. So, it, 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 yeah, you know, it's one of those things that happen, but you are ultimately responsible, aren't you? 
Yes, but we rectified that within the space of less than five minutes because luckily okay. I walk with spare equipment. So we, we asked it, um, just to pull over, just for health and safety. That's all it was. And they chose to continue the, the, the procession. I said to them, look, we should be oh, five They're not going to stop the procession just because you've got a ratchet come loose. They can't stop it for that, can they? Yeah, you I, pulled I, over and that was the right thing to do. But because yeah. you pulled over, um, you, uh, you were late. Yes, but that's just due to health and safety. No, no, exactly, exactly. health and safety, but yes. But, but the thing is, but it wasn't my fault. I didn't control the ratchet. Do you who know controlled? I mean? No, I don't know what you mean, Thailand. Whose truck was it? Pardon? Whose truck was it? It was our truck. Right, so it's your no, problem. The ratchet, the ratchet was working at first. Tylon, Tylon. I don't. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't care. It's tough. You're responsible for it. Surely you can claim off the insurance. Yeah. Yeah. But the, my point is that no one's actually complained. No one said they're unhappy with the service. So you no put one, you you offered everyone a refund, did you? A refund was put out there. What, what does no that one, mean? Put out there. So. Because cause how you made it sound on um, Tuesday shows with Haley was the fact that a refund should be given shared to the fact that we was late. Now, that well, Haley said, that... said she was... I'll tell you what, Tylon, bef- before, you, before you drop yourself in hot water, should we have a listen to what was said? Yeah, you can do, yeah. OK, thank you. How much money are you going to give back to the people? How much money are we going to give back? We'll give back um, a refund of £20. And have you told everyone... That, that that's what you're going to do? They will be getting that, yeah. Okay. When, when, when did you decide that? Um, you know... Just now? No, no, yesterday we decided okay. that. You've to- so you've told everybody that was on the float they're going to get 20 quid back? They'll get 20 quid back. You've told them that? Yes. And they're all happy with that? Yes, yes, they would be. They would be, you know... Well, you've definitely told them? Yes, we have told them. OK. Because part of me is thinking, Hayley, chinny rack on. Mm. Yeah, that you've just... You've just Realise that maybe you weren't providing the service that perhaps you should, and it's just popped in. So, if we were to speak to somebody that was on the back of that float, mm-hmm. they would have got what a phone call, email from you yesterday saying they're going to get twenty quid back. Some of them have been able on unable to be um, reachable, but um, we are sending out emails today. How many did um, you reach yesterday? Um, a few. If it was not Haley, if it was none, just yesterday. say it was none. Come on, listen, no, guys. No, no, it was a few yesterday, a few, a few of them yesterday. Okay. But um, you know, it does take some time to try and do these things. So, Tylon, how many emails were sent out offering a refund? I, um, email went out to all the masqueraders, yeah. all thirty. But none of them have actually taken up the refund because all said they're hundred percent happy with the experience on mm. the road at Luton Carnival. Right. Okay. What did the email say? Um, Emo just said we just basically apologise for the inconvenience that um, there is an uh, um, option to can either get refund cash or they can get um, £20 off their next carnival. And, and, and so you offer, them, you offer them £20 cash? Yeah, back for what they paid. Or they can have that £20 deducted from the next carnival we take part in. And honestly, no one, everyone said they were fine, there was no issues, there was, there was nothing wrong. Could you fair. forward me that email? Yeah, I could do, yeah. That would be brilliant, actually, because I'd love a look at ian.lee at bbc.co.uk. Okay. And uh, no one, no one took you up on that. No, because everyone had a really good time. Even though they didn't positive. get to walk, across, they didn't get, didn't get to jig even, across even, the even stage. Even though they could jig across the stage, we created our own stage and had our own atmosphere, which was better than the stage. I had a lady in the band who was in her fifties, and she had, she, she said that she had a fantastic time, and she felt like one of the youths. When were those emails sent out? The email was sent out on the Tuesday afternoon. 
Okay, so so because because um, Haley said that, that uh, they'd started to reach out to people on the yeah, Monday. Yeah, they started started on Monday. So some people got phone oh. calls and some got emails on the Tuesday. The ones who couldn't reach got emails. Okay. So so did it, I'm confused. You, did, I'm I'm getting different stories. Did everyone get an email or did everyone get yeah, a phone everyone, call? Uh, email. So what happened is people were contacted by phone call first. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Those who did it, those some uh, wanted email, some didn't because we couldn't get hold of them. So we emailed those, and the ones who did want um, a copy of email, we sent them a copy of email, but they said they were fine with it. There was no issues. Okay, so nobody said, Tylan, yeah. um, we're really disappointed that the service that was promised of being able to jig across the stage at Luton Carnival, um, that, that didn't happen, and we're disappointed by that. So, we, yeah, we'll take the 20 quid. No, 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 no one, one said that's that. That's the honest truth. No one said that. Okay. And you won't accept responsibility for not providing the service that you promised? Well, it's not that I did not provide the service. I provided the service. Everyone had a fantastic time. But it wasn't the service. Because the, 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 the gig was, you, you, you get to dress up, you get to wear your fancy collars, you get to go on the back of a truck, uh, and uh, then you get to d dance across the stage. And you didn't provide that service, did you? They, they got to go behind the truck. The stage part, that was uncontrollable. That wasn't due to myself. Okay, like I said, there was a malfunction. We had to rectify that. But that malfunction, not yeah. your fault, but yeah. your responsibility. And there's a difference, isn't there? It wasn't yeah. your fault. Yeah, it was yeah, your it was, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I rectified that. And we, like I said, a refund was put out there, Beautiful. and then was taken up on the refund. Okay. So send us that email. Ty. Are you near your computer now? No, I'm not. I'm actually on my way to work. Okay. You got you got email on your phone. Yeah, we'll get that forwarded to you. All right, brilliant. You stay there. Catherine will give you our, our email address. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate your time, mate. Thank you. Catherine will, will, will uh, talk to you now and give you my email address. And if you can send over in the next few minutes, if you've got it on your phone, um, it'll be good to, to have a little look at how that's worded. I'm having fun today. Hope you are. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy on the M25 anti-clockwise from junction 19 for Watford to 16 for the M40 and it's slow on the M1 southbound at junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road. Also though southbound between the Toddington services and junction 11 for Dunstable. That looks fine again now after the breakdown made it quite slow there earlier on. In Luton though on the A505 Vauxhall Way that's busy between Hitchin Road and Crawley Green Road on the speed sensors and in Brumham on Brumham Road that's slow from the A428 at the Branston Way towards Shakespeare Road and Ashburnham Road. In Potters Bar, Barnet Road's now open again between Hill Rise and Dancers Hill Road either side of the M25. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. I've just been sent a very, very funny photograph um, and um, I'm encouraging the person to tweet that. <laughs> Seven forty-six, BBC Three Counties Radio. These are your headlines. Uh, Luton Borough Council face a bill of nine thousand pounds after a company in charge of health and safety for the Luton Carnival pulled out at the last minute. And David Cameron will visit France and the Netherlands today at the start of a tour of European capitals. He's trying to win support for EU reforms ahead of an in-out, shake-it-all-about referendum on UK membership. Let's get the weather. Here's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Hello, very good morning to you. It promises to be a dry and a fine day today. Bright and breezy and noticeable westerly wind and lots of spells of sunshine around as well. We're looking at top temperatures today of up to 17 or even perhaps 18 degrees. That's 64 in Fahrenheit. The sunshine lasting through the afternoon. A bit more in the way of cloud bubbling up here and there and then probably melting away again into the evening. So some more sunshine to come later on um, as we head into the evening period. But then overnight tonight, uh, mostly clear and dry. We'll start to see the clouds thicken from the northwest though as we head into the early hours of tomorrow morning and gradually we'll start to get some outbreaks of rain into tomorrow morning. So tomorrow is going to turn really rather wet. Through the middle of the day we could see a short spell of very heavy rain and some strong gusts of wind before it all turns a bit more showery as we head into the afternoon with some spells of sunshine but do cater for a rather wet and windy day tomorrow. Top temperatures of around 15 degrees and then quite a chilly night on Friday into Saturday. Saturday looks like a dry and a fine day. Highs of 17 degrees, some good spells of sunshine around but Sunday will turn wet and windy again and looking quite unsettled into the start of next week. That's the forecast here. Thank you Elizabeth. Sometimes in life, things don't always go to plan. It worked perfectly for two and a half, three years till two days ago. He should refund me £1,900. Which is where we come in. We managed to get them to agree to come back in to the property on an agreed date. The JVS show takes on your consumer problems. But I've basically lost the whole lot in administration charges. And helps to get to the right solution. I've received a cheque back for £578. Jonathan, I can't thank you enough. I don't know how you do what you do, you and your team. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine, here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey, Catherine, 500 quid for a collar, eh? That's incredible. I mean, I've paid some for, for renting a collar, I've paid eh? some ridiculous amounts for clothes, but I think I'd draw the line. Get the text machine up. Uh, we'll we'll do it. that in a second. 08459 We've been asking this morning, why should I be bothered by the FIFA story? Snuffers has called in. Morning, Snuffers. Morning, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, fella. What you got? Um... <clears throat> well, I suppose I was asking why why you don't care about FIFA. What is it that you don't care about? Sorry. What is it? What? What? Why don't you care about FIFA? That question doesn't make any sense. No, then you say you don't you don't care about it. Why should That's I care like, about well, it? Well, you look at so, so I'm, I manage events for a living, oh. um, and you look at the organisation of of the World Cup. Yeah. For the London 2012 Olympics, there was one person who died in the building of the London 2012 Olympics. So far, since December 2010 when the work started, 1,200 people have died in Qatar building stadiums for the World Cup. Migrant workers who um, arrive in Qatar have the passports taken off and work 16-hour days, don't get paid, a lot of money. Um, And that number is expected to go up to 4,000 by the time the World Cup starts. Now, that's 4,000 people who, who... are being killed because of corruption. And it's not corruption where someone basically, I don't know, slight backhand and a little bit of money changes hands. Yeah. This is million, hundreds of millions of dollars and it's resulting in people dying. And that's why people should care about it. And now I'm interested. And now yeah. you've sold it. Now you've sold it to me. Now I'm interested. Where are those figures from? Because I'd not heard those figures. Washington Post. Okay. All right. Which is a reputable newspaper. Yeah. Look, well, look, well, now look. I'm interested. If this, if this, this corruption, I'm not even going to bother saying alleged corruption. If this corruption, you know, has resulted in the deaths of so many people, then 
Yeah, that's interesting. And what, in that case, that, that's not been mentioned. That wasn't mentioned at all yesterday. All that was mentioned was the amounts of money that may or may not have taken hand, uh, changed hands, the different countries, the fact that the reason the Americans pushed this through is because the bribes were made in US dollars. And if the bribes are made in US dollars, then the, the FBI are allowed to get involved. Yeah. Um, but, but nobody mentioned the fact that this, corru- this uh, you know, these, this corruption has resulted in so many deaths. Now I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is, this is kind of... This is slavery on a massive scale in, in, in a modern, modern arena, a modern sports mm. arena that no-one seems to care about. And it's... it's I mean, you heard about the, the, the BBC journalists being, being arrested last week reporting on on living conditions of workers at the Qatar Olympics. Do you know, I missed, I, I completely missed that stuff. Is this, all of this is, is I, I heard that a couple of people have died, and all of this is, is pretty new to me. And you're right, that now there is a reason to be yeah. interested if, you are, if one is not interested in football or FIFA or rich men earning more money. Yeah, it's, it's estimated that 4,000 people will die by the start of the World Cup. Oh, it's only football. And, yeah, and, and, and you look at it and you say, OK, well, if it was a legitimately sourced World Cup, then actually they would move it or mm. they, would, they would intervene. But the problem is they have a product that everyone wants. They have a product that everyone wants and no one will sacrifice that product for anything. You look at, you look at like recently there's, there's, there's football clubs who are disgruntled with how their clubs are being run. And so they, they, they organise a march out protest mm. and 2,000 people out of 60,000 people walk out. You've got 58,000 people who are going to sit there and say, actually, mm. I'd rather sit and watch 90 minutes of football than actually care about how this is being run. In the same way, you've got millions of people across the world who visa, you've got all these sorts of big companies who will happily, and they, they send out a statement saying, yes, we're concerned by what's happening, we're concerned by the levels of corruption. They don't come out and say, yes, we're concerned by the fact that FIFA has put the World Cup in a country where the organisers aren't actually caring for the people that are building the stadiums and actually people are dying building the stadiums that all these corporate partners are going to sit in to watch the football in whatever seven years time snuffers i have to move on uh but can i say thank you yeah no worries i, I appreciate that I, I asked the question i didn't think we'd get an answer why should i be interested in, in the whole fifa scandal you've explained it perfectly call of the day snuffers thank you very much no worries cheers yeah. mate thank you there we go. You see, it was a, it was a question worth answering. If that's true, and I don't I don't know that I know I'd heard that some people had died, but I hadn't heard all of what Snuffers was saying there. Um, and let's assume that that's true for the moment. Well, then, hang on a second. It really is important that these uh, rich people are getting richer by taking backhanders because, you know, if what he says is true. It's true. They're dying. People are dying. That's outrageous. But interesting that wasn't mentioned yesterday. It was all about these people in Zurich getting carted off and how it's humiliating and what's going to happen to Set Blatter and... Blah, 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 and Set blah, Blatter being unpopular. And will, will the election still... Who, uh, isn't it funny? Thank you, Snuffers. I appreciate that. That's a brilliant call. Let me do Anthony and uh, then, we'll, then we'll come to the taxis. Uh, we hear, hear regularly from uh, commuters who are unhappy with the Thameslink service. Well, next week, oh, here we go. Bosses from Govia will be grilled by councillors in St Albans about the deterioration in the services. We we get so many calls from you lot who say, it's got worse, it's got worse since they took over in September last year. Uh, Well, let's speak to Liberal Democrat councillor Anthony Rowlands, chair of the Local Services Scrutiny Committee. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning to you, Ian. What kind of reception are the Govia bosses likely to get? 
Well, they'll get a polite reception, as they always do, and, and maybe the only thing I'm going to say really in their defence is they are prepared to come and, and talk to us and, and explain what's going on and, and respond to questions. Um, but we were very concerned indeed when um, they delivered a presentation back in December and um, revealed that rather than um, services getting better, um, in many ways they were getting worse. It was on a downward slope rather than an upward curve. The thing is, because we've had them on, and I know what their argument's going to be. Their argument's going to be, well, yeah, no, uh, uh, in about a year, 18 months, two years, it's going to be better because we're, we're training more drivers. But it takes so long to train the drivers, and it's not our fault, it's what we were left with. Um, you said a year, 18 months. Well, um, by, they, they took over the contract in September 2014, so it will be nine months um, by May, June. Mm. And certainly the information I had was that they expected things to at least have plateaued by now, and I hope we'll get signs that things are getting better. And, and you talked about the driver shortage, which was clearly sort of a catastrophic uh, series of incidents that happened um, to, to train services just before Christmas, when literally dozens and dozens of trains were cancelled. Mm. Uh, and we were assured then that they had all the plans now in place. It begs the question why they weren't in place before, but they're now in place. And what we'll be wanting to ask is, you know, how, are they progressing on that? Are they managing to sort some of the problems that result from London Bridge and from apparently infrastructure problems south of the river? Are things looking better when you look in detail at the um, uh, at the various data they produce? You use Thameslink, uh, uh, Anthony. What, what do you think of the service? It's just incredibly patchy, uh, and, and one feels that it sort of teeters on the brink, so that it doesn't take a great deal for the whole pack of cards to come tumbling down. Um, and I think the other... Um, there's a whole series of issues, but one of them, from the point of view of particularly people who live in St Albans, who, um, if they want to travel on the fast train, tend to be greeted by trains that are already f- full, i.e. all the seats are taken. Mm. So you're standing, um, you know, down to London, you know, maybe it's only 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but it's standing often in very uncomfortable conditions. And you have forked out between three and a half and four K a year for the privilege. Um, so what I'm also wanting to find out, what are the long-term plans? Because... Um, given house prices, the number of people commuting into London, the number of people who need London salaries to, to be able to live in St Albans is going to go up. What are the plans to make sure those people, when they want to travel into work, are going to be able to do so in some comfort? How do you know? I mean, is, is this going to make any difference, Anthony? How do you know they're not just going to fob you off with a load of old hogwash? I, I, I think any, public scrutiny cannot be, cannot be a, a wrong or, or thing and cannot be a disadvantage. Um, we don't have any executive power, but... They do come and talk to us. We have, we, it's a public meeting. Um, we've actually invited, and people can go to the website, St Albans Council, invited questions, and we got lots of questions last time. They were all oh, answered. OK, so, so people um, who use the service can get in touch with you and submit and, questions. And they can submit questions Brilliant. just to scrutiny at stalbans.gov.uk. We'll make sure those questions get asked. Um, they, we will make sure that they come back to us regularly. It's just another way. Of course there are other avenues, and of course there are other you know, departments that have greater power than we do, but we are the local representatives. Literally thousands of people who live in the city and district use that service, and I think it's right that we call these people to account, and they come... And the, the line's breaking up a little bit. We'll, we'll end it there. I wish you the very best of luck, and maybe we can speak to you uh, the, the morning after, if it doesn't end too... Uh... Too late. Maybe we can speak to you and find out how that goes. And well done, Anthony. Thank you very much. Liberal Democrat Councillor Anthony Rowlands. Uh, it's BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
There's reports of an accident on the M25 anti-clockwise just before Junction 16 for the M40, with delays now from Junction 18 for Chorleywood. On the also anti-clockwise on the M25, it's slow at Junction 19 for the A41 at Watford, and the M1 is busy southbound just after Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road. In Luton on Vauxhall Way, we're hearing reports that that's really busy between Hitchin Road southbound towards Crawley Green Road. There are reports of any major delays, though, on the train departure board so far this morning. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sorry, Sammy, I was hoping you'd last a bit longer there. I'm, um, I'm jumping on a brioche and, um, well, that's, um, that's outrageous. So, Luton Carnival, we'll talk more about it. We'll speak to one of the organisers. If you worked on it, what did you think of the organisation? Any good? And I'll be honest, on the Facebook page, well, nobody's got sympathy for Rhiannon, who's moved into what looks like a very delightful three-bedroom house. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Eight o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Luton Council face a bill of thousands after a security company pulls out of Carnival. Milton Keynes' woman says she's been given a dangerous house to live in by council. And people asked for their views on Thameslink trains. BBC Three Counties Radio. Luton Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival. It's after the company providing security pulled out, just days before last weekend's event. It's not been confirmed why the company withdrew, but a number of groups have complained about the organisation of the event. Carol Abercrombie reports. Among those complaining is Elroy Edwards from the Luton Sound Forum, who says the decision to cut the number of sound systems at the event was disrespectful to their tradition. Another group said they weren't allowed to go on stage to be judged, as they were delayed due to a technical fault. Luton Borough Council had to employ Capita at short notice, but say they're confident they will be reimbursed by the UK Centre for Carnival Arts. A mother of three claims she's being forced to live in a house that is dangerous and unsuitable for her children by Milton Keynes Council. Rhiannon has spent eight weeks living in hotels and temporary accommodation after her landlord sold her private rental property. Chris Turner is Rhiannon's stepfather. He told Ian this morning what the house is like. The house doesn't have any carpets in parts of it. Um, it's quite dirty and the carpets and things smell of urine and things like that. Um, it's not suitable for, and in my sense, for little kids of six, three and two. Well, there are pictures of the house on our Facebook page and we are awaiting a response from Milton Keynes Council. The US authorities say the arrest of high-ranking FIFA officials in Switzerland is the beginning, not the end, of their attempts to uncover corruption at football's world governing body. Sources are reported to have suggested the FIFA president, Sepp Blatter, is also a target of the continuing inquiry. A separate Swiss investigation focused on the 2018 and 2022 World Cups is underway. A review has uncovered nearly 2,000 cases of alleged physical and sexual abuse by Methodist church ministers, employees, members and volunteers. The accusations cover a period stretching back to the 1950s. The church, which commissioned the review, has offered an unreserved apology to the victims and acknowledged that it didn't listen to them in the past. The allegations have triggered six new police investigations. 
David Cameron will visit the Netherlands and France today as he tries to win support for EU reforms ahead of a UK referendum promised by the end of 2017. The question that will be put to voters has been revealed. The ballot will ask, should Britain remain a member of the EU? It means pro-Europeans will mount the Yes campaign, thought by some to be a tactical advantage. People using Thameslink rail services through Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire are being asked for their views on the company's performance. It follows concerns raised by St Albans Council over the level of service since Govia took over the franchise in September last year. Councillors will question senior management from the company at their next scrutiny meeting and want feedback from the public. Liberal Democrat Councillor Anthony Rowlands is the chair of the Local Services Scrutiny Committee. We were very concerned indeed when um, they delivered a presentation back in December and um, revealed that rather than um, services getting better, um, in many ways they were getting worse. And the weather forecast for beds, hearts and bucks, a bright but breezy day ahead with some sunny spells and highs of 16 degrees Celsius. That's 61 in Fahrenheit. BBC Three Counties Radio News. I'm back with headlines and a full sports bulletin at 8.30. Thank you, Barry. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Gosh, where have you been, slackers? The first two hours have been, um, well, they've been very good. Feisty, and that may continue. The feistiness may continue. Lots to talk about. Luton Carnival. People being given um, council houses, and, well, there's no sympathy from you lots. And I've been asking you all morning, why should I care about FIFA? Well, Snuff has told me why. He put forward a really good argument for it because, you know what, people are dying over there building a football stadium. 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Right, John's on the line. Morning, John. Good morning, sir. What you got for us, boss? Well, basically, I was listening to the gentleman's observations about working conditions of the indigenous construction population in Qatar. I just wanted to make you aware of something that of 20 plus years experience of working on and off in the Gulf, those conditions exist in most of the countries around the Gulf, Kuwait, Bahrain, Emirates, Saudi, those conditions exist for all the labour-type working guys in that area. Yeah. And F- not football, football's, football's not worth 1,200 people dying, though, is it? Good God alive, not worth... No. One building is not worth 1,200 no. 1, people dying. So why... Well, I was going to say, why are they so dodgy? I worked in Pakistan for three months, and, you know, some of the, the, the stuff I saw with people working with uh, on building sites and working with electricity and water, oh, my God. Gosh, you know, it, you, it would, uh, people make a uh, laugh about health and safety, but there's a reason we got health and safety. Correct. John, I but appreciate you. Fact, Go on. Uh, the fact that we can afford health and safety in this country yep. is the shortcut carried out. All right. The then what, do we, what, what, what needs to be done differently then? Because you're right, to 1,200 people dying for flipping World Cup, that's ridiculous. What, what needs to be done differently? Don't award it to countries like that? The government, the, gov- the local government should step in and increase and take take charge of all those no. projects in health and safety and insist that the contractors doing them conform to health and safety. Because it's not the workers, it's not the government, it's the contractors 
John, well, listen, thank you very much indeed. Well, that, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the problem. Is where, where are those backhanders going to? Thank you, John. 08459 455 555. Now, Luton Council could face a bill of £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival after the company providing security pulled out just days before last weekend's event. It's not been confirmed why the company withdrew, but a number of groups have come to us to complain about the organisation of the event. Well, you've heard uh, on Tuesday and today from hype masqueraders who said they weren't allowed to go on the stage to be judged. Uh, And in a moment, we'll speak to the chairman of the UK Centre for Carnival Arts, who organised the event. But before that, let's speak to Elroy Edwards, who's the manager of SFDC Radio. And uh, Elroy, you think you could do a better job? Yes, definitely. How? Why? What was what was wrong with with the Luton Carnival that you could improve on? Um, the, the organisation, as what everyone is saying, it, the Luton, the UKCCA is a badly run body of people. Why? Give me examples. Examples are they generally don't get nothing right. And for example, the sound system, the Luton Sound Forum. I'm part of the Luton Sound Forum and. All the meetings them um, that I attend with yeah. the Luton Sound Forum, there's always been cutbacks or they're telling us one thing and at the last minute everything changed. What I don't know what the Luton Sound Forum is. What is that? Um it's a body of sound system. Wow. Men come together who to talk about speakers. No, Sounds to re- like fun. To, <laughs> yes, to represent sound system in Luton at the carnival. Okay, and you're suggesting that the sound system at the carnival this year, and I wasn't there, you're suggesting what, it was rubbish? Well, the, the, there was a massive cutbacks on sound system, hmm. meaning that there were a f- few places for people to listen to traditional, what traditional carnival is about, which is also about sound system. It's not just about the parade. Hmm. So what? Sorry, I'm, I'm just confused. Are you saying that the sound, the main sound system, wasn't very good quality, no, it's or there the, weren't enough little there, individual pockets? There, there wasn't enough. Okay. There, were, there wasn't enough. What else do you think the UKCCA did wrong? You said you said that they were badly run, and we'll speak to them in a second, so they can yeah. put forward. You said that it's badly run. How, what, what evidence do you have for that? Well, I've, I was well, I've been around them a lot in the past. Yes. Yeah where they they put on many events that never happen. Events that cost them a lot of money to put on and there's never been any turnout. And there's been many complaints from various different bodies of people, like you've just mentioned. Yeah, Okay. well, stay there. Let's bring in uh, Hopeton Walker, who's uh, the chairman of UK Centre for Carnival Arts. Morning, Hopeton. Uh, Good morning, Ian. What's what's your response to, to Elroy's criticism? Let's start specifically with the sound system. Well, as you know, last year we had uh, a cutting our funding. Uh, I, I think I came onto this program to talk about that. Um, what we have actually done is encourage all the local groups, rather than getting a handout from us to uh, put on Carnival, to put, do, do their various elements of Carnival, we encouraged them and supported them to apply for funding themselves. Now, unfortunately, Luton Sound Forum were unsuccessful in their funding applications. Um, and so we could not um, provide the number of sound sites that uh, we had previously provided. Elroy, is um, it sour grapes? You didn't get the funding that you wanted. Well, that 
the the chairman of LSF yeah. can talk about in more details. But okay, well he's not here, so what? He, he's not here. But what I'm aware of is that there are many sound groups in Luton yeah. and part of the LSF who are willing. To, to stage their own sound system. Yeah. And and that never happened. What, for free? Yeah, we, we, we could fund our own sound systems. They, they could do it, could have done it for free, Hopeton. They didn't want to. I did that to speak to them. The, the spaces were there. We applied for the licenses um, to allow those uh, uh, um, sites to be uh, put up. Um, they took up one opportunity. We had to provide some equipment for that as well. Um, but the sound sites that were there, that was three sound, there were three sound sites. Mm. We paid for those. Um, Luton Sound Forum actually provided the equipment for one, uh, or, or some of the equipment for one. So your group weren't bothered, Elroy? No, that's, that's rubbish. What Hopeton has just said is rubbish. Yeah, when he said, when you're saying, why would, um, he come on, why would he come on and lie? When you when you're saying the group is not bothered, as I said to you, um, Carl from the LSF could speak to you. Okay, Carl's not here. In in more details, yeah. but the part I'm here to represent is that there there wasn't enough sound system, okay. and next next year. There's a there's a lot. But your group were offered to to go and do stuff, you, and and apparently your group turned it down. And also, you have to understand as well that, yeah. that everybody's facing cuts, aren't they? And if if the the um, the UK Centre for Carnival Arts get a shorter name, please, Hopeton. If they haven't got the money, they haven't got the money, you know. And they may not be able to provide the carnival that everyone wants. Well, we can. We we as the people. But you were offered, and, and you you lot turned it down. That I'm not aware of. Okay. Yes, I'm so not you, aware of. So you want of. to take over the whole carnival? Or me myself? Yeah. No. Well, the, so what the, do you want? The, I'm really confused. What do you want? What we want? Why are you here? I'm here because I was approached about the 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 write up I, I posted out from SFDC Radio. Okay which is that there's a total disrespect towards sound systems at the Luton Carnival. Okay. You said Hopeton Walker was uh, was uh, hopeless. Well, that that is the name that's been generated around. Why is he hopeless? Be, be, well, you've heard you, you've spoken about yeah. other 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 issues. Yeah, yeah, but what are your issues with him yeah. that make him hopeless? To call someone hopeless is not a nice thing, is it? Well, he's not delivering. The carnivals, the UKCCA is yeah. not delivering. And if you speak to more people in the street, they but will I'm tell speaking him. to you. Why yeah. did you call him hopeless? Or do you want to retract calling him hopeless and say sorry to him? I'm not the only person calling But why did you call Carlin? him hopeless? Because he's not the, the centre is not delivering on what they're supposed to deliver on. Yeah, I, right. Can we get to the point? Tell me what they've not delivered on, Elroy. There Give me one solid example. There is not enough sound system They sites. didn't have the money, and you lot were offered it, and you said no. Next. That's, that, that's what I'm concerned about, the sound system side. They didn't have any... They, they've had cuts in their Well, we, we can do our we're own sound right, system. That we will do. He says that you, were, yeah. you lot were offered that, and you said no. As I said... We, we, if that's true, if yeah. that's true, that you lot were offered it, and you said no, will you come on air and apologise to Hopeton for calling him hopeless? Yes, I will do All that. All right, we're getting somewhere. So, right. we, so we've got to talk to cut the... 
the leader of the LSF. He's got more, more of the facts on the, the okay. details. Well, he's, 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 he's not here, Elroy. Well, well, we, we, it, it would be wise okay. that you talk to him as well. Okay. Right. And, and I'm sure he's listening right now. Okay. He can give us a call. What's his name? What's the fella's name? Carl. Send him a text. I will. Get, or give the, go right, right. Catherine, come and get the phone number off of Elroy. Let's speak to this fella. There's a lot of... I tell you what, what is it with carnival people? There's a lot of, let me pass you on to somebody else. I can't give you that information. Flipping heck. Right, hope to him. We'll get to him yep. in a bit. Yes, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> right, OK. So, hope to him. What happened with um, uh, the uh, health and safety security? We are actually, at the moment, talking uh, to the health and safety company to actually find out why they withdrew. They withdrew with um, a week to go. No, not not a week to go. Well, how long was it to go? Um, they withdrew. I think it was the last bank holiday weekend. Okay, so it wasn't a week yep. to go. They no. they withdrew a few weeks with a few weeks yep. to go. Yeah, which gave us sufficient time to to uh, find another company. Right. Okay. W- why did they withdraw? Uh, I've yet to find out, to be honest with they you. They must have given you a reason. Did you what? Did you just get an email one day saying, um, "Yeah, we're not doing we're not doing it." Well, let's say they withdrew. Um, we are uh, uh, in discussion with them, and, and uh, those are contractual and confidential discussions with them. So, right, um, but, the, but the thing is, though, public public that, money is involved, isn't it? Yes, and when we find out the reasons why they withdrew, then that will also be public. Is it right that Luton Borough Council should have come in and bailed you lot out? Uh, they didn't bail us out. Well, they did. They didn't bail us out. Let me just explain. They, they came and we gave you the pay, money for another company. Can I, can I just explain? We, play, we pay for the licences for the park. We pay for all the costumes. Yeah. We pay for the policing. Yeah. We pay for the streets to be cleared up. You didn't pay we for the health and safety. For, we, pay for, we pay for the events. You didn't pay for uh, the health and safety. Company. We Hopeton, you didn't pay for... Pay, the, Hopeton. We will pay. We will pay... I'm going through the list for you. Well, don't, don't we go through the list. For, I know you I'm pay for... through the list. You should pay for everything, and you didn't pay for the health and safety. I, we will pay for the health and safety. OK, how much did we the health and safety cost? How much, how much did it cost? At this moment in time... Yeah. <laughs> don't say you don't <laughs> know. <laughs> yes, that's right. Hopeton, don't say you don't... How can you not know? At this moment in time, we have an idea of what it would cost, because it's, it's an amount that we would expect to pay. Okay, and, and what, uh, if Luton, what if Luton Borough Council paid more than that? Then, it's, it, it, then, as I said to you, the carnival is our responsibility, uh, and 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 we will. We, so we whatever pay, we pay for everything, including the clean up off of the roads and the parks. So whatever Luton Borough Council paid to come in and bail you out with the health and safety, you will pay. All of that back, even if it's more than the five thousand pounds you've set aside. Is that is it five thousand pounds we set aside? Is that what it is? That what that's what we that's what aside? we were told by that's what we were told by Luton Borough Council yesterday. You, we've been told that you've set aside five thousand pounds. Luton Borough Council told us it could be as much as nine thousand pounds. Oh, so it could be as much. As I say, we don't know. No, how we don't. Much it is. I know, and that's we why I'm asking you a slightly hypothetical yeah. question, Hopeton. Well, you set aside a hypothetical. Question. Well, you you should consider it when you're talking about my money. It is money we get from uh, as a charity. No, we, no, we get funded. no, Hopeton. We, I'm talking. Not, about, I'm talking. Hang on, hang on, Ian. Yes. Ian, whatever the money, whatever it costs. Yeah. 
And, and I'm not, not, I'm not uh, uh, going to write a blank cheque here. Well, this is um, what I'm asking. Yeah, the money that Luton Borough Council it. used to yeah. bail you out, if it is the 9,000... If it's... Ian, well, could, you, could Ian, the carnival have gone ahead if they hadn't have written that cheque for you? The carnival couldn't have gone ahead... They bailed you out, we, mate. They bailed you it, out. That's called a are bailout. You, are you listening? Well, I don't think you are, are Houghton. That's a bailout. Are you listening? <laughs> it's not a bailout. Could the it's carnival have gone ahead if they hadn't written that cheque for you? Yes, it could have, because we could have written the cheque ourselves. Well, then why didn't you? Because they had the relationship with the company <laughs> that came in. So yeah, okay? you've gone from saying, no, it couldn't have gone ahead, to yes, it could have gone Hence ahead. Hence the name, or plus or OK, so it if they wrote a cheque that was bigger than the £5,000 you've set aside, if it was £9,000, will you pay that £9,000? We've got contingencies within our budget. So yeah. you, you will pay that £9,000? We have contingencies with our budget. I don't know what that let means, me, let, let, let me repeat. I don't let know me what repeat. that means. Speak me English repeat. to me. Yeah, yeah, contingency is an English word, Ian. No, but, um, but you're not answering. Uh, Hopeton, listen, listen, mate, I can do sarcasm ten times better than you. You're coming off really badly. If the cheque you, you have to write is £9,000, will you write that cheque? It's a yes or no, Hopeton. Well, it's a yes, then. Beautiful, fantastic. Yes. That's okay. wonderful, wonderful stuff. What do you think about all the criticism uh, that, that, that um, you've had for the organisation of the carnival? Uh, to, to be honest with you, I think uh, uh, in terms of the sound forum, um, they have their own. They have issues internally. Right. We did the best we could for them. We made sure that there was uh, some sound sites when, uh, and that was out of our own pockets again. We spent to make sure that there were some sound sites. We didn't have to do that. But we believe that there should be some uh, sound sites around the town at carnival time. So we actually spent the money to make sure that happened. Okay. Um, in terms of the, the spectacle of carnival, there, uh, by all estimates, there's something like 25,000 people there in the rain uh, watching a most spectacular carnival. It's the best we've ever had. Uh, that's part of what we're there for, is to promote the art of carnival. This is a 39th year of uh, this carnival, it has been. It's the best it's ever been. It's the second time we're you've run it. Isn't forward, it? We, we we're looking forward to the 40th anniversary, which is next year. Okay. And, and and actually, I'm glad you've allowed me to come on the radio because we are a charity. We need some funding. We're looking for sponsorship. Uh, so. We're looking for sponsorship. They've wasted millions. Hang yeah. on a second. Let's let's well, yeah. listen. The, the, the Elroy. Uh, the, this is BBC Three Counties Radio, by the way. Morning. Uh, Elroy <laughs> was talking uh, uh, about uh, your friend Carl. Well, we've got Carl on the line. Good morning, Carl. Morning. You're not going to fob me off to someone else, are you? Me. Yeah. For what reason? For what reason? Because this seems to be the common thread whenever I'm talking <laughs> to anyone about this blooming carnival. I, I get yeah. given. There's, there's no you one else what, in that it, room it, with you, is there? No, no, it's, it's funny enough, you know, I feel, I feel, I feel very similar. OK, yeah. right. Now, Carl, mm -hmm. Hopeton says that you lot, the LSF, were um, uh, I invited to perform there and uh, Elroy said that's not the case. Um, I've, I've, I think there's probably a slight confusion with the facts. Let's uh, Give me the facts, when... Carl. I want facts from you. Right, the facts of the matter is this. Luton Sounds Forum have been part of the... Um, playing at Carnival and performing at Carnival long before the Carnival Arts got involved with the event. Um, yes, Hopeton is actually is actually factual in that we was invited to apply for funding and we did, and we wasn't successful. That is not 
the um, the issue. Yeah, it's not sour grapes because we applied for money and didn't get it right. at all. Right. Yeah. The issue is basically the whole engagement with the whole carnival community since last carnival. Um, we feel that anything we discuss might as well fall on deaf ears. Something that everyone said, which is quite correct. You make a plan, and don't get me wrong, in life plans change, but plans seem to change overnight all the time, and my personal issue is with the communication. Right, hang now, on one second, Carl. I want to clear up one thing, because I'm, 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 I'm betting Elroy's going to be um, uh, apologising for calling Hopeton hopeless in a second. I can't uh, see that, then. Right, well, he, he said he would. Did Hopeton Walker, did the uh, UK CCA offer you, the, uh, the guys from LSF, the chance to go and uh, appear there, and you said no? That's not correct. Hopeton? Hopeton? Yes, I'm listening. Yeah. What? Oh, flipping yeah. it. Go, come on, guys. Come on, help me on this one. It's hard work, isn't it? But all of you, listen, all of you are as bad as each other, right? I don't want any point scoring like that. Hopeton, what was the offer you made to the LSF? Well, if they could actually come up with the equipment themselves, right, the licence were there for them to actually perform. What we didn't have was money to provide all the infrastructure for them to actually set up their site. Carl, what was that offered to you? all the sites, then that's fine. Carl, what was that offered to you? What what we couldn't do was pay for the site. Okay. Carl, what was that offered to you? It it depends on which moment in time you talk about. No, no, it doesn't, Carl. I've had enough of this. Was it offered to you, yes or no? Sorry, what was what offered to you, sir? No, I can't hear you. What what exactly are you talking about? Did they offer you the chance to go and perform there, but they couldn't provide the equipment because they didn't have the money? (laughs) That's half of a story, Ian. Carl, was... Was that offer made to you? What, to perform at all of the sound sites? No. Of all the sound sites that were licensed, that we applied for, we did not get that offer. No. There was an offer to play at one site, then it was moved that we couldn't have that site after we made arrangements to move there. It co- Listen, Ian, the reason why you can't get a straight answer... No, I'm not getting a straight answer from you! No, because it's not, cause it's not a question you can answer yes or no, because you have to have the background information. No, I don't, no, I don't, Carl. I don't. Hope to. No, then, no, no. Hope to, that offer no. was never made to Carl. The offer was there on the table for them to actually... Uh, because it is a community event, we expect input from the community. So we would expect them to provide. <laughs> we provide the site that they could provide the equipment. You know what? I'm going to go to work here. Yeah? If you want to have a cup of tea. All right, Carl, thank you. You've gone. Yeah. Right, I've had enough. Uh, Hopeton, thank you. Elroy, thank you very thank much. You, Carl, Elroy. thank you very much indeed. Right. 08459 555555. I've got literally no idea what's going on. Why can no one give me a straight answer? Why does no one give me a straight answer? Flip and X. Thank you, Elroy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. 08459 455 555 is the telephone. Is, uh, I'm so glad I didn't go into teaching, because, it, well, actually, it'd be a lot easier than this. I'm beginning to see the trouble. It would be a lot easier than this. You get three kids and they're all giving you different answers. Oh, hang on, I can't answer it. My mate can. Where's your mate? He's not here. Well, go... He's gone to work. Answer a straight question. He's gone to work. Flipping it! Is that acid I bought in 1993? That's a joke. Kicked in? At last? I've got literally no idea what happened the last time. I've won awards for my interviewing technique. And there it, it was like having... You've been beaten by three men. Please, miss. He said this. No, no, I never. Who said it then? Well, I don't know. He's not here. 
Right, can we get him on the phone? He's gonna work. What? Can you answer the question? Well, you need the background. Answer the question! Anyway, good luck for that 40th anniversary. Oh, f- <laughs> oh man alive. I need, I need something. Hang on, I know exactly what I need. I know exactly what I need to lift me out of that. Oh, dear. Here we come, walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We go where we want to, do what we like to do. We don't have time to get restless There's always something new Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around But we're too busy singing To put anybody down We're just trying to be friendly Come and watch us sing and play We're the young generation And we've got something to say Look over your shoulder Guess who'll be standing there Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around But we're too busy Flipping it, I mean <laughs> It sounds, you know It sounds like it's organised by the PGT PG Tips Chimps, you know what I mean? Blood, to me, to you, to me, to you I've got absolutely no idea what happened there Oh, Catherine. Just had a call from Jamie who said he has no idea what that last half hour was, but he enjoyed it. I mean, um, oh dear. Chonkers says, seriously, you say why should you care about FIFA? I really could not give a stuff about the sound system for a third-rate carnival. Unbelievable. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1, two lanes are closed northbound at Junction 15A for Toasted, and that's causing queues from Junction 15 for the A45 at Northampton after an accident. On the M25, there are queues from Junction 18 for Chorleywood towards 16 for the M40 because of an accident there earlier. All the lanes have just been reopened, but it is really slow still. In Park Street on the A414, that's looking a little slow around the Park Street roundabout on the North Orbital Road. And in Borehamwood on the A1, there are queues southbound from the Holiday Inn towards Stirling Corner. It's also busy in Mill Hill on the A1 Watford Way from the apex corner towards the Broadway at Mill Hill Circus. No reports of any problems on the trains though this morning. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm going to pop outside. I'm going to start smoking again, I think. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30 with the headlines. I'm Barry Caffrey. Luton Borough Council could face a bill of up to £9,000 to bail out the town's carnival. It's after the company providing security pulled out days before last weekend's event. 
David Cameron's beginning a series of meetings to try to win support from other European leaders for reforming the European Union. He'll travel to the Netherlands and France today with trips to Germany and Poland planned tomorrow. A mother of three who was homeless for eight weeks claims she is being forced to live in a house that is unsuitable for her children by Milton Keynes Council. Her new home has no fridge, cooker, washing machine or living room carpet and has broken glass in the garden. We are awaiting a response from Milton Keynes Council. Allegations of sexual and physical abuse against nearly 2,000 people connected to the Methodist Church have been uncovered. The investigation covers a period from the 1950s to last year. People using Thameslink rail services through Bedfordshire and Hertfordshire are being asked for their views on the company's performance. It follows concerns raised by St Albans Council over the level of service since Govia took over the franchise in September last year. And the weather forecast for today, it'll be a bright breezy day uh, with some sunny spells and highest temperatures expected of 16 Celsius, which is 61 in Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. UEFA has called for tomorrow's FIFA presidential election to be postponed. A number of key senior officials were arrested on suspicion of corruption. The European governing body has also questioned whether its associations should even attend the Congress, which starts today. The former FA chairman, David Bernstein, thinks the election should be delayed. FIFA and Seb Blatter are very resilient. We've seen that time and time again. This election should not take place now. There's, there's too much uncertainty and a lot of evidence and uh, stuff to come onto the table that you would have thought people would want to know before they vote on something like this. In tennis, Kyle Edmonds pulled out of the French Open with a stomach injury. He was due to play Australian Nick Kyrgios in round two this morning. Andy Murray faces Juan Souza later, while in the women's draw, Heather Watson is up against American Sloane Stephens. In rugby, Northampton's Dylan Hartley will miss the first game of the Rugby World Cup. He's been banned for four weeks for a headbutt in their losing Premiership semi-final against Saracens. BBC Three Counties Radio News. I'm back with a full bulletin at nine o'clock. Call 08459 BBC If I could do this job without dealing with people, I'd be a whole lot happier. Morning. <laughs> Good morning. Thanks for coming down a little bit later. Good morning. Uh, you're right. Yeah, I'm all right. You're all right. Hey, I'm fine. I got trained on the new system yesterday. It's fun, isn't it? Well, the thing is, I did it at a different radio station. Right. So I've got a whole day of training next week. And then we're doing a, a fake show the week after. We're doing we're doing an hour tops. Otherwise, I'm sending in an invoice. Um, so we've got a whole day of training next week. I learnt it in five minutes yesterday. Five minutes. Five minutes. Yes, mate. Five minutes. It's a piece of cake. It's really similar to this. Oh. Yeah. I still don't understand it. Oh, I don't, I've, been, I don't. I've been using the new equipment on Saturdays for years. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't need to understand it. I need to know I press this for A, I press that for B. Oh, yeah, but you just wait till something goes wrong. Then you'll be sitting there saying, I don't know what to do, because I don't I won't. understand it. <laughs> I won't. I'll get, I'll get an hour's worth of phoning out on it, and I'll send Justin to the streets. When has it gone wrong for you at work? Call me now. Oh, right. When has technology let you down? Hey, that's not bad, actually. Jot those two down. When has it gone wrong for you at work, and when has technology let you down? Call me now. Thank you very much indeed. That's how we roll here. Right. No no effort. So, in effect, you're saying the training wasn't necessary? Well, I've not had the training yet. That's next week. Oh. 
That's a, a day next week, and then the week after that, we're doing a fake show. We're doing an hour top, so otherwise you get an invoice. Uh, I did it yesterday, five minutes. Uh, Who were you talking to when you just said that? You looked at the microphone. <laughs> did I say that out loud? Yes, oh, you, you did. I thought I, was doing, I thought I was doing an aside to the audience and only they could hear. Oh. Oh, well, never It's mind. as if you were talking to someone in the microphone. I really like your show. Do you? Yeah, and I don't think I tell you enough. I really like your show. Thanks. What, what, I'm waiting for a butt. Do you like big butts? And <laughs> no, I just can't lie. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think your show's good. I think your show's good. It entertains me. There's, no, there's, no, there's nothing there. Just being honest. Thanks. It's been a really weird show full of tension, and I'm just trying to release the tension by being nice. Yeah, but is this real niceness? Yeah, yeah, yeah I like your show. I think it's good. Oh, thanks. I told you I listened to your um, consumer hours at the weekend in reverse order. Yeah, I know that. That yeah. was weird. <laughs> It was weird. That was very weird. Oh, it's very nice, thanks. What's on your show today that we can, uh, we're we can pick, get our Picking up into? on this story you've been talking about this morning, this social housing story. Oh, yes. From nine today on the big phone, and I'm going to be asking, do you think social housing tenants have it good or bad in this country? A mum of three has told BBC Three Counties Radio she's very unhappy with the quality of the property she's been given for free by Milton Keynes Council. Rhiannon Turner and her three daughters. They've been given a place which costs over £750 to rent, but that rent is paid for by the, by the housing benefit. She's angry that the living room has no carpet, the kitchen needs replacement white goods, mm. and there's broken glass in the garden. The council say it's the only place they have available, and so she's going to have to stay there. Well, many listeners, I don't know, have you seen on the Facebook page yet? It, it's, it's had 13,000 views. It's amazing. And three, over 300 comments. Blimey, that's jumped up in the last 40 minutes. So many people have been onto the BBC Three Counties Radio social media pages to look at the pictures of this house and to add their comment. Well, I'd like you to have a look online and then from nine, pick up the phone and call me because on the big phone in at nine, I'm going to be asking, do you think social housing tenants have it good or bad in this country. I'd love your call, your experience, on 08459 455 555. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. They told me it was. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed, uh, uh, Jonathan. I was being genuine there. That's the problem. I try and be genuine and people think I'm being sarcastic. You and I both have a problem in that we've got sarcastic tone. All right, mate, don't be... Oh, I see, yeah. Is Dealey still working for us? Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> the, the email obviously hasn't reached Tony Hall yet. Never mind. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to him uh, in a little bit. I'm just trying to get the cue. There it is. Right, a mother of three on benefits says she uh, has been spending her first night in a home in Milton Keynes, which she says is dangerous and unsuitable for children. You've seen that? 12,000 people have seen that on uh, Facebook, over 300 comments. I've not been through all 300. I'd imagine there's not that many in support of her. Rhiannon has been homeless for eight weeks after her previous rental property was sold by her landlord. Milton Keynes Council are paying for it. Says she uh, either lived there or um, you get taken off the list, even though it's got no living room carpet, cooker, fridge or washing machine. Well, uh, Rhiannon's uh, stepfather, Chris Turner, says that she's been cornered because she's on benefits and nobody in the private market would let her rent from them. She was renting privately before, and when you rent privately, you can choose the house you want to live in. She had no choice here. She had to come in and accept it, sign for it and take it, because if she didn't, she'd be taken off the list from the council and she'd be left homeless. That seems very unfair and she has to take a property that she wouldn't normally rent and I don't think anybody would want to rent this as a private tenant. 
Uh, well, Hugh uh, Stickland is the chief economist for the Citizens Advice. Morning, Hugh. Good morning, Ian. Uh, well, th- is this something that's becoming more and more common with such a huge demand on housing? Well, it's certainly becoming more common in the private rented sector, yes. We're really seeing rogue landlords putting um, their own profits before people's safety. So we've done some analysis. We published it last week, which found that one in six homes in the private rented sector are unsafe they're not fit for humans to live in and we're talking things here like severe damp um, rat infestations we're talking dodgy electrics we're talking boilers that don't really work so you can't heat the home Um, and what's really worrying is that's home to over half a million children um, living in these dodgy unsafe homes Um, so how do they get away with it Hugh well um, This is all because the housing market is in a bit of a troublesome place at the moment. We're not building enough houses um, and uh, as we all know rents are going up and up and up um, and landlords are really exploiting this market because at the end of the day renters are woefully underprotected. They know that they know that even if that house is is dodgy that it will get filled and they'll get their money. That's right they they are between a bit of a rock and a hard place in the private rented sector here that there's not a lot of places to go some people have got to take um, these sorts of properties Um, but the real trouble here is is we're talking about homes that are unsafe to live in and those homes are, uh, are home to over half a million children and that we think is wrong who could those those tenants go to for help obviously i'm assuming the citizen's advice would be a, a, a good point of call yes but, but where would you then send them what can you say to them to, to help because <laughs> i'd imagine if these are dodgepot landlords and you kick up too much of a stink well then they'll, they'll get rid of you well that that is true and what we would advise is that the first thing to do is talk um as neutrally as possible to the landlord and express um your concerns about what is wrong with the property so be it broken glass in the living room whatever it is um, and and try and do that in a way that encourages the landlord to put it right now as you said lots and lots of private renters are between a rock and a hard place here they are in fear of eviction and having to find somewhere else so it does need to be done carefully if the landlord um, is not willing to update the property to repair the damage to do whatever it is that that, that needs to be done um, then renters can phone the council and the council can come out and have an environmental health check on that property now the problem here is of course that councils have got 101 other things to do they haven't got particularly much resources and money um, to look into these problems and so it takes an awful long time it can be expensive and of course all the time these poor renters are at risk of eviction from a landlord that says right enough is enough you're off doesn't sound particularly hopeful does it (laughs) no which is why we are campaigning um, for tighter regulations in the private rented sector it can't be right that you're paying 500 700 thousand pounds a month for a property which is unsafe which which humans should really not be living in um, and landlords are getting away with it so we'd like to see a few things we'd like to see a national register of landlords Um, so at the moment we just do not know where all these properties are Um, so a national register would help us it would help everybody to know where the properties are and would help us and the councils keep landlords to account and make sure that their properties are of a decent standard and we'd also like to see um, the right of, of renters to have their rent returned to them for the period that the property is unsafe. So if the council goes around and says, yes, this property is unsafe, 
um, it's got severe damp, it's got a problem, it's got whatever problem it is, um, then we think the rent should be repaid from the landlord um, to the individual. And we are talking, let me give you one more stat here, we are talking um, about five and a half billion pounds worth of rent each year that renters give to landlords on just these unsafe, dodgy properties. That's got to be wrong. Hugh, uh, I really appreciate your time this morning. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank you. There we go. Uh, Hugh Stickland, Chief Economist for the Citizens Advice Bureau. You can't knock those guys. I've used the, the, the CAB back in the day. Imagine that. Imagine that. A service where if you're struggling with whatever, with housing, with legal something, with bill, whatever... You can go there and there'll be people that will give you advice for free. Imagine that. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that nuts? It's great. I love it. Well done. Thank you, Hugh. 08459 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us uh, a call. Dave says, Luton Carnival, get a straight answer. It's like asking who guffed in the classroom. (laughs) No one knows. I liked that one. And uh, Lino, thank you. Uh, Oh, flippin' heck. Lino has uh, sent me the Washington Post uh, tweet, and I've been sent as well an email by someone. Thank you for that, about this whole FIFA thing. Why we should care about FIFA and the corruption. The human toll of FIFA's corruption in one chart, um, and it's got a a graph showing how many people have died. Build it so far for the World Cup in 2022. It shed loads. That's why why we should care about the corruption. And I'm glad we got that answer. And thank you to Snuffers for educating me. Because I spent the whole day yesterday going, yes, so what, so what? Well, actually, that corruption is has cost a load of people their lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, it don't matter. It's only in Qatar. It don't for matter. football. It's only, it's only poor migrant workers. It don't matter. In fact, it's not for football, is it? It's massive business. It's, for, it's not for football. It's for money. It's for money. Hey, uh, to lighten things a little yes, bit. Yes, please. I've had this text through from Adam in Hemel. We've ignored all the texts. I'm sorry. We'll get as many we'll as we can. He says, today is the one-year anniversary of the Do You Drive Jeff moment. And I've checked. <laughs> I've checked this because I thought it was just an excuse, right? It's true. Oh. Can you remember that? That was the day our lives changed forever. So, Adam saying, that was the moment that he got hooked on your show. Oh, well, Can we please play it? Well, I've put it in the bottom of the run order. It's up to you, Bob. I I think we can. You can also hear it, of course, on October the 17th at Luton Library Theatre. What was that? Let's have it after a little bit of travel, shall we? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are long delays on the M1 northbound from Junction 15 for Northampton to 15A for the toaster and the Northampton services. That's because of an accident between the car and the lorry which has closed two lanes. On the M25 anti-clockwise there are queues from Junction 19 for the A41 at Watford to 16 for the M40 because of two lanes being blocked earlier at Junction 16 and though it's closed for about 40 minutes they have reopened now but there are still really long delays. In Watford on Lower High Street, that's looking busy on the speed sensors between Eastbury Road and the Bushy Arches. And in High Wycombe on the A40 London Road, that's slow in both directions in and out of High Wycombe. That reports of any problems on the trains, though. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you so much. Just sent you a funny email, Catherine. Is this show actually happening today? It's, um... Wow. It's really wow. I never thought I'd say this. We need Dealey to come on the air to give us some normality. (laughs) That's what we need. And we will have him before the end of the show. 8.45. 
uh, it's Thursday the 28th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Luton Borough Council face a bill of £9,000 after a company in charge of health and safety for the Luton Carnival pulled out at the last minute. And councillors will question senior management from Govia at their next scrutiny meeting and want feedback from the public. People using Thameslink trains are being asked for their views on the company's performance. Let's get the weather. Here's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you. It's going to be dry and fine today. There will be a bit of cloud around at times, but also some good spells of sunshine. Bright and breezy, a noticeable westerly breeze and top temperatures this afternoon up to 17 or 18 degrees Celsius, 64 in Fahrenheit. So all in all, it's going to be a pretty nice day. Now, overnight tonight, it will stay dry. Clear skies at first, then clouding over from the northwest as we head into tomorrow morning. Overnight lows in the towns of 9 or 10 degrees. Tomorrow is going to be a rather wet day. There will be outbreaks of rain through the morning, possibly turning quite heavy for just a short time and then into the afternoon it'll turn a bit more showery so some dry weather through the afternoon watch out for some showers there will be some sunny spells as well highs of 14 or 15 degrees Saturday is looking dry and fine with some sunshine around highs of 17 or 18 and then on Sunday it will turn wet and windy once more and very unsettled into the start of next week that's the forecast Ian Thanks Elizabeth what Pushing you along with the headlights, and some of them put their beams on to try and make you go faster. And I, oh, I flip it. I hate that when I'm abiding or slightly below the speed limit, yeah. and they're beeping me and flashing me. Oh no, sir, that's going to make me go a little yeah, bit slower. People walk across the road, so you've got to make sure that, that there's no accident. Do yeah. you drive, Jeff? Jeff, let's be honest. Do you drive? Yes, I do. No, hang on. Let me finish the sentence. Do you drive? Yes. No, let me finish. Yeah. Do you drive? Yes, and when I go through yep. the village, they push you nope. along to do do go faster. Okay, let, let, let me finish this. Jeff, do yep. you drive? Yes, I do. Hang on. Jeff, mm? do you drive? Yes, I do. I know. Hang on. I'm going to get there. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yes, only, only I... certain journeys. Yeah, because I'm 80 years old. Good for you. Well done, fella. But, Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yes, I do. I know. There's more coming. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yes, I do. I know you do. Yes, and um, I've only had one accident in all my time. Well, I hope you're all right. But, Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yeah. No, hang on, hang on. Do you drive? Yes. I know you do. Yeah. There's more coming. Yeah. Do you drive? Yeah. Well, that's great to know. Jeff, thanks very much for your call. FA Cup final day on the BBC. Delft has got space into the back of the net. Get carried away one last time. Into the area, beats two men, beats a third, scores for Arsenal. The FA Cup final, Arsenal versus Aston Villa. That was a brilliant play from Aston Villa. Kicking off on Saturday at 5.30 with coverage throughout the day on BBC One and across the BBC. Let's have some Texas. We've been woefully... You're right, Kels. Hey, Kelly, it's great to have you back, mate. Uh, we've been we're woefully ignoring... Um, oh, we haven't... We had a whole competition we were going to play. Kelly Betts, tell the boys and girls, tell Justin Dealey, who you saw last night in concert. Hi, boys and girls. Hi, Justin Dealey. Hi. I saw Fleetwood Mac last night in concert. Oh. They were spectacular. With McVeigh. I've seen them sans yeah. McVeigh. You've seen them with McVeigh. And I've never seen them. And you've seen McCartney. He's seen McCartney. She's seen the Mac. Who have I seen this week? Nobody. Nobody. Oh. Someone needs to take me out. 
Yeah, I will do. <laughs> Not with a gun. OK, that's a shame. Uh, but, Ke- Ke- uh, Kelly, you had a, a brain teaser that we were going to play all morning and then yes, never did. I did. Go. Stevie Nicks on stage dedicates Landslide to her favourite songwriter of all time. Who is it? Have a guess. Who's her favourite? It's a lady. It's a white lady. I've managed Ooh. to narrow it down to that. Justin, you have a go. Carol Bager Sager. Carol who? Carol Bayer Sager. Thank you. Got it right that time. Is it Carol Bayer Sager? No. Carol King! No. It's not a Carol. Oh, oh, I wish you'd said that at the start. Carol Abercrombie's very upset. It really looks silly. Go on then. Go on, uh, uh, go on, my computer's slow. Um, Why do you need your computer? Oh, no, don't Google it, mate. Play it properly with the BBC. <gasps> we don't cheat. I heard you oh. type in. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm doing a tweet. I'm advertising my live show. Tease us. Come on, tease us. Is it um, her favourite songwriter of all time? Uh, um, could it be? Uh, could it be Bonnie Raitt? No. Was it the lady who wrote uh, Starship? Nothing's no. going to stop us now. <laughs> oh. I don't think... I didn't know that ladies wrote songs. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know they sing them. I've read a book about it, but I didn't know they, they wrote them. Diane Warren writes all the songs that are in the charts ever. Diane That's Warren! Diane Warren. No. No, Is it won't be that oh, too cheesy. Miss Dynamite. No, but Is you're it? closer with that. That's the oh. guess so far. Oh, in is it? In terms of... Um, Style. Release date time. Kirsten oh, McCall. I know. I think I know. Is it Taylor Swift? No. Oh, because I know Lindsay Buckingham likes Taylor Swift. Yeah, I bet, bet he, he does. does. Yeah. <laughs> he must be tired. No, no. Um, Mel B, Spice Girls. No. Oh, is it on. the woman... Although Ma- she is British. Marti Buena. Betty Boo. No. Betty Boothroyd. No. <laughs> uh, this is a fun game, isn't it? What's the prize? Uh, nothing. I'm out. Pride. I'm out. Cathy Dennis. No. What have you done today? Shovel from M people. Shovel. Oh, hang on. Is it? Is it? Is it got some? Is it got? Um, has it got a local connection? Has it got a local connection? She may have been here via the airport. Is it someone who was once unknown? Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay DePaul. No. Lindsay DePauling. I've got to get this call. No, don't. Oh, no, you can't do that. I tell you, while she's getting that call, Justin, mm. let's have some classic bands. What have you taken to the... St- By the way, have you heard any of today's show? Yes, I have. Uh, I, yes, I, I, eight I need, o'clock. I need, yep. Did you understand any of it? <laughs> I need to go and see a psychotherapist after this, because I've got no idea what's happened this morning. Classic. Uh, classic what have you stuff. taken to the streets? I've completely forgotten. Well, we got talking about FIFA earlier ah. on. It's uh, top of the news agenda today. Yes. And uh, we're asking the question in the first hour, are you bothered about FIFA? Yep. People told us on the streets, no, we, we kind of thought something was going on for years and it potentially may be proved, so no, we're not bothered about that. So we've taken the question to the streets, well, if you're not bothered about FIFA, what are you oh, yes, bothered about? Is, now, yes. in Harpenden the other week, we had somebody <laughs> saying, well, I'm bothered because too many people are using too much water. Uh, we had people saying there were too many kids playing video games. It was all a bit dull. Oh, wasn't it? So we, we took this to the streets of Luton yeah. and we tried to have some sort of improvement. What are people bothered about? Here's what people had to say. Taking it to the streets with J-Dog. Let me ask you this, sir. What are you bothered about? Money. You need more money, yeah? Yeah. When I needed more money, I sang a little song. And you know what? It worked for me. I used reverse psychology 
you know, Jesse J price tag. Come on, you can do this. It's not about the... Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Okay, good luck, sir. Thank you. Oh. Pete, right now, this second, okay, you're working at the moment. What are you bothered about? Getting this job completed. Yeah, you're not bothered about Coronation Street being on at, at nine o'clock this week, slightly yeah. later? That's really bothered me, that, because I've only got a bed at half eight after I've watched it, so there you go. I can understand why that's on your mind. Thanks, sir. Okay, mate. Cheers. Later. What my bother's about, I don't really want to say it now. <laughs> Immigration, I suppose. What's on your mind, madam? What are you bothered about this second? The traffic everywhere is murder. Bothered about? Getting paid at the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, sir. Hello. Sir, first of all, congratulations on your jeans. Okay. You like me, you wear them nice and tight, don't you? Okay, they are, thank you. What are you bothered about at the moment? The financial situation, the economic situation. How much of a concern is that to you? So much, because uh, life revolves about uh, economy. And just lastly then, okay, just lastly, fashion question. There's a vehicle coming up behind us. Do you think more men should be wearing um, tight clothing like us? If you feel comfortable on it, that's cool. Great advice. Great swag. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Thank I, you. Just, I don't know why this popped into my head, but... Good morning, sir. Uh, <laughs> I've not said that to you um, all morning. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we can't play the game anymore because Kelly's uh, on the phone, so that's annoying, and Catherine's been cheating yeah. and Googling. Do some texts. I've been trying to cheat, but I couldn't find Do it some anyway. texts to me and Justin. Did I wake up in a parallel universe today's show? Um, it's very surreal, says Disco David. I've got no idea. Can I come and join on. Justin for a growler behind the shed? <laughs> Marion says she was losing the will to live. I think we all know which part. <laughs> I've never had to kick three guests off the show for being chances. I never have. <gasps> for not answering the question. And I, Oh, dear. I, I, can't, I wouldn't even look at the fella in the studio, Justin. I just said, out. It was just brilliant. It <laughs> was just brilliant. Anybody um, who's got some spare time later on and yeah. you want to be entertained, forget Britain's Got Talent. Just go back on the iPlayer, listen yeah. to the programme. Nobody knew what was going on. It was um, absolutely fabulous. Is it? Is it Lisa Mafia? Says uh, uh, Carpet Martin. No, but thanks. Okay. Katy Perry. No. Nope. All right then. Says I, Linda I give up. Who was it? Really? I don't know. Rihanna. That one. You really want to give up? Well, okay. Well, we're going to have to in a minute. No, no. We'll carry it over till tomorrow. Oh. Friday show. Oh, sorted. hang on, hang on. What about Kate Bush? No. Nope. What about Kate Bush? What about no? Let's. let's Carly carry Simon. Over. Carly Simon. No. Let's, carry, let's carry it over till tomorrow. Yeah. Daily, speak to you later. Hey, pop in and join us for the podcast links if you fancy. And morning to Kiri as well, who uh, phoned you a few weeks ago. To Kiri to Kanawa? Uh, no, She's the one that fancies Justin. Yeah, oh. she, she phoned in and um, she performed a song all about me. She was uh, waiting in the car park for me yesterday. Oh. So that, uh, good morning, that, Kiri. That's normal. Yeah, yep. with, a, with a knife. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Did Justin? you? Yeah. What did you do, Justin? I gave her a kiss and said, uh, nice to meet you. Justin, I've got to move on. Thank you very much indeed. Warren's on the line. Last call on my show. Warren, what have you got for us? Good morning. How are you? I'm all right, fella. I'm, I'll be looking forward to when this is over, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I've had one of those months. Do you know what? I'm just listening to you chat about that young lady who's just moved into a house with her three children. Yes. And uh, do you know what? It's mixed emotions. You know, for, it's very difficult for us to judge people that we don't know. And not knowing her situation, why she's in that situation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think ultimately we should be looking at the fact that she has three small children. Yeah. And can you imagine that mum putting her children to bed at night, and every night she has to say to them, "Don't worry, we'll get it sorted soon." Get what sorted though? Get 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 a home that you can live in and a dinner that you can eat that came out of a fridge. Right. Well, think, uh, yeah, but have you? Do you, do you know this woman? 
I don't know. I haven't, I haven't got a clue who she is. Okay, have you seen where? the pictures of the house? I haven't, no. I've just right, heard the story right. on the... Uh... Go and have a look at the pictures of the house. Is it, is it, is it not bad, then? It's not bad. It's, it's not bad, Warren, honestly. It, it's actually it's a really nice house. Yeah, it could be better. Of course it could be better. We could all live somewhere yeah. better. It's a nice house. And you're right, you know, I, and I wouldn't... And I hope you know, Warren, I've got to end in a second. I yeah. wouldn't normally... I'm not one of those people that, uh, uh, that judges people on benefits, that judges people yeah. that live in council houses at Me all. Neither. Not at all. I, I do think that maybe in this situation, perhaps she's being a little bit ungrateful. OK. Warren, I've, got, I've, got, I've got to end the show, Warren, but thank you very much indeed. Give JBS a call if you fancy. Beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1, it's down to one lane northbound at Junction 15A for Toaster at the Northampton Services, which is causing queues back from Junction 15 for Northampton. And the M25 anti-clockwise has queues between Junction 19 for Watford and 16 for the M40 after an accident earlier at Junction 16. In Watford on the Lower High Street, that's busy between Eastbury Road and the Bushy Arches. And also in Bricketwood at the North Orbital Road, it's busy around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. Looking at the train departure boards, and there are no major delays at the moment. Samantha BBC Three Thank you, Sammy. Warren, sorry to cut you short, but, if, you know, that's the radio law. If you want to talk about the house, uh, JVS is uh, picking up with that baton and, uh, well, as I say, running with it, but, but sauntering in a, in a kind of uh, casual sort of way. Have a look at the pictures on um, Facebook, because I think they, um, they might change your opinion. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Justin. Catherine, we really need to have that word. Thank you for putting up with what has been um, well, just one of the weirdest three hours I've ever been involved in. Until tomorrow at six. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Thursday, and on today's big phone-in, I'm asking, do you think social housing tenants have it good or bad in this country? A mum of three has told BBC Three Counties Radio she's very unhappy with the quality of the property she's been given for free by Milton Keynes Council. Rhiannon Turner and her three daughters, they've been given a place which costs over £750 to rent, but that rent is paid by housing benefit. She's angry that the living room has no carpet, the kitchen needs new white goods and there's broken glass in the garden. The council say it's the only place they have available, so she'll have to stay there. Well, many of you have been on to our BBC Three Counties Radio social media pages to see pictures of this house and to add your comments. Have a look online, then pick up the phone and come on and have your say this morning. Do you think social housing tenants have it good or bad in this country? Here's my telephone number for your call. It's 08459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first, let's get the latest BBC News. It's one minute past nine. Here's Barry Caffrey. Good morning. A mother of three claims she is being forced to live in a house that is dangerous and unsuitable for her children by Milton Keynes Council. Rhiannon has spent eight weeks living in hotels and temporary accommodation after her landlord sold her private rental property. Chris Turner is Rhiannon's stepfather. He explains what the house is like. The house doesn't have any carpets in parts of it. Um, it's quite dirty and the carpets and things smell of urine and things like that. Um, it's not suitable for, and in my sense, for little kids of six, three and two. 
Well, Hugh Stickland is the chief economist for Citizens Advice. This is all because the housing market is in a bit of a troublesome place at the moment. We're not building enough houses um, and uh, as we all know rents are going up and up 